This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we geek out over new trailers for Jurassic World Dominion, this year's DC Comics movies, and the insane Doctor Strange sequel trailer, Geek Boner, plus reviews of Peacemaker Episode 7 and the Book of Boba Fett finale. Joining us, special guest Adam Olinger from the YouTube channel Adam Does Movies, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, February 14th, 2022. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? I don't know. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Fans out there. Let's give it up. Hello, listener, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And joining us straight from the pamphlet of Rugboy Fett, uh, it's Rugboy. What's up, Rugs? Yeah, I'm just crawling out of the Sarlacc pit right now. <laughs> the pamphlet just consists of smoothie recipes. That's very nutritious. <laughs> uh, also joining what do you us. Think of this. Do you, do you write this down? I before? know. I listen. Improv off the top, bro. I don't know. Okay, that's right. how my mind works. Also joining us, very special guest for a big geek packed show. We have the creator and host of the YouTube channel, Adam Does Movies. It is Adam, Adam Olinger, right? That's how you say your last name. I that's meant how to you ask, say it, yeah. I yeah. meant to ask you that before, but I'm going to do it live. No, that's that's more pro. Um, <laughs> I hope that Starlink pit's still open so I can just crawl my ass inside and die after watching Boba Fett. Oh, wow. There's plenty Sorry. of room. That was in the chamber. That was ready to go. <laughs> it's going to take a thousand years, Adam. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Rug Boy, you made this connection. When you crawl back out, you'll have gained 50 pounds. That's what happens. And you age 40 years. I don't know how that works. It's going to make you soft, Adam. I don't know how that works. I don't yeah. know. You also forget how to use combat skills. But. <laughs> yeah, you do. You have to train again for some reason. Yes. That's right. The reason that we have an Adam on is because I, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube uh, reviewers, and uh, sometimes they kind of all sound the same. And I, I think it was the Eternals one that really like got me going because you destroyed that movie <laughs> yeah. and you did it with such like you, you were like so into it, like just ripping it apart. And I was like, this guy fucking he feels exactly the same way I do. Oh, shit. And I was like, I got to now watch all his videos. So I became like an instant <laughs> fan after that uh, Eternals video. I don't know if, how, if you got that reception or something uh, from yeah, a lot it, of people. I mean- that, that happens from time to time when I don't expect it. I'm not trying to be, you know, like controversial or anything. I, I legit like going to movies and I pay for my own films, you know, so I want to I want to get my money's worth. And if something's bad, I usually go with a couple of buddies. And after the film's done, we just we just talk about it. Like, what what the fuck happened? Why is this so bad? And uh, yeah, usually when I do the review, I start on a positive note and then it just seems like i'm unspooling and unthreading this thing as it goes and uh yeah we end up kind of at the same place at the end where it's just you, you talk it out and you're like god this was such a disaster 
That happens a lot with us too. I don't know. Is that like the process? You just kind of go in with kind of yeah. like this intention. And then as you talk about it, you keep discovering like, oh shit, this is fucked up. Oh wait, he just made a point that makes it even more fucked up. Yeah. And well, yeah, it, you don't go to Disney World to be disappointed, right? You, you dropped a lot of money. You, you're already at like an A when you get there. And then it's like you wait in line for four hours and suddenly you're at a C. And then Mickey <laughs> flips you off and is smoking in the back alley. And yeah, next thing you know, you're back up to a B because that was awesome. But then, yeah, no, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Adam, tell <laughs> uh, tell the listener a little bit about your channel and like your journey to the, this present state of Adam Does Movies here. It's been a magical wonderland of a ride. I bet. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been rebranded a few times. It's gone through about 35 different shows. Right now, I just I just focus on doing movie reviews, reactions without, you know, being obnoxious and dropping my mouth and, you know, clamoring over everything, but actually giving, you know, some, some sound feedback on what I'm seeing. And, uh, yeah, just reporting on some of the movie news going on. There's, there's nothing... Uh, Nothing too deep in there. I, I'm just trying to be like a normal person. Yeah. Talking to people that I, I would assume have similar thoughts on films. Yeah. I saw this other video that you're talking about what you're looking to do in 2022. Yeah. And you brought up about all these old things that you did, like the movie feuds. And when you wrote for some, I, for something with uh, Property Brothers or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mike. So you've been kind of like all over the place doing yeah, I mean, stuff. Just, just making moves left and right here in Minnesota. I got like a random email from some guy. They're like, Hey, we're starting up a website for the property brothers. You know, they have like 35 shows on yeah. uh, cable TV. Remember cable TV? Um, <laughs> I still, have that. I, still yeah, have I know. It. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I, Hey, I kind of know those guys. And then the, the one guy, I don't, I honestly don't know their names anymore. Um, something Scott, but he called me on, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And I was like helping my son in the garage with something. And he's like, Hey, this is so and so. I'm like, What? What's happening right now? And he's like, Yeah, we liked your, uh, we liked your video. We want to go forward and, you know, do a series. And wow. Yeah. That was, that was very surreal because I don't know anybody. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like hobnobbing it with, uh, with the, <laughs> the Hollywood elite over there in California. Um, for what it's worth, my wife loves that show. Yeah, well, oh, hey, the Property well, Brothers. Hey, yeah. It's, yeah, there's some there's some good shows by those guys. They know how to they know how to flip a house. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's important skills to have. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's I've I've done a few things like that. You know, they're all they're all failures, but at least uh, I was paid a little bit, and uh, you get a little a no, little notoriety, I guess, in the field. Uh, Movie feuds was kind of the bread and butter for a long time. It it pulled in awesome numbers, and I realized the show's not good. But, and that's the problem because you'll, you'll see uh, movie feuds episodes that have half a million views, 3 million views. Wow. And it's like, well, where, where are those subscribers? Yeah. Well, the content was the, was the selling point, not so much the host or the writing or anything. And I, I learned over time how to kind of develop more and, and uh, realize, okay, I need to just build the, sh- the channel up as me, the personality and not so much the material I'm talking about. Otherwise, I'm just getting like 12 year old girls watching for Frozen versus Tangled, and then they're bouncing. Then they're that's out. It, yeah. I also think it's the algorithm too that's kind of fucked up now. It's like really tough for yeah. everyone. It is. Yeah. You gotta. You really gotta. You really gotta hone in on like one specific thing. And that was my yep. other problem. Is I had I had like 12 shows going at one point, and no one knows what's going on. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> and uh, I, I just I just cut it all. I burned it all to the ground and said, "All right, this is the show now." It's just. 
just a jackass in front of a screen and we're just going to tell it how it is. And that'll be that. I like what you've been doing recently. I think that you should just yeah. keep doing it. It's great. Keep it it seems to be working. The, the channel's grown. I, I think I got eight, 8,000 subs, uh, in the last, you know, like six months of 2021. Nice. And that's nice. really when I kind of started the rebrand. Uh, Matrix Resurrections certainly helped. Oh, I think I got oh a, my God. I bet a thousands yeah. of subs from that. And that was, again, <laughs> unintentional. I just was so mad. <laughs> yeah, that one will do it. I could see absolutely. Yeah, without it. It's more fun to watch someone rip into yes. a movie that sucks. Yes. It is. It is yes. But then you can you can really put yourself in a bad spot doing that where it's like, yeah, you don't okay, want to be the angry guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, people love when I'm mad, so I should just you know rip on everything but no that that defeats the purpose of then you're not a genuine person though if you're you exactly. hate everything. Well, maybe you are maybe you do hate everything yeah i hate everything so i mean that's my part of the <laughs> show i love you rugs I, I don't like rug boy at all yeah i don't like Imran either. <laughs> what's happening with these algorithms is fascinating it's similar to a thing i watched on tiktok is they're rewarding now kind of this putting up the same content you know, they right. don't like variety. They want you to have a one wait, certain wait, hold look up, hold and up. brand. Like two weeks ago, you were like, oh, Anthony, you're on TikTok, right? And you just casually throw in, I watched this thing on TikTok. I, no, it was a, about podcasting. As a 60-year-old man. It was a seminar. It was a fucking seminar about putting your podcast on TikTok and how it works. It was actually fascinating. This guy was explaining it, and he goes, they reward you for doing the same video. And I was like, oh, that's fucking interesting. And the same thing's kind of happening here. I'm not on it, and but I've considered putting the podcast on it. <laughs> but I have not. I'm too old. Oh, and man. That is a weird. We are. We are like 50 years apart from TikTok. Adam, are you on the TikTok? You are on the TikTok. Uh, I am, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are you, are you, <laughs> are you <laughs> dancing on TikTok? Uh, no, I'm doing? not dancing yet. Uh, that okay. would be great. No, I'm, I'm really just kind of repurposing clips from random episodes and not doing it how you're supposed to at all on TikTok. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, completely correct as far as you got to do the same thing. They have trends on TikTok and everybody does the same shit. It's weird. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. It's a strange place. Yeah. I mean, all right. Well, got, glad, so glad to have you here, Adam. You're going to hang out, geek out with us. We got. I can already tell he's going to agree with us, which is good because disagreement is bad. We well, should all think hey, the same. It makes for a good show, though. Maybe I'll yeah. have to just flip on it. Yeah, maybe, maybe somebody oh. will. Well, the thing is, if you flip, so here's just the the like high level view of everyone. Yes, I'm pretty like monotone. I really don't care about anything. Rugboy hates everything, yeah. okay. and Imran will just agree with everyone. I love so everything. Everyone, I'm on the will, other end. You no, know, he loves everything until you say you don't like it, and then he'll agree that he doesn't like it either. Yeah. So this is a dynamic. If it's a good point, it's a good point. I don't know. What are you going to do? Look, I can see both sides of things. I'm very flexible. You're, you're willing to grow and change, and that's, exactly. that's very, very progressive of I'm you. I'm not just, stubborn Just like in your my skin ways. color. Yes, I yes. was brown, now I'm white. I hated it, now I love it. Now I hate if, it again. I don't know what's going on. If everyone was just as malleable as Imran. Yeah, yeah the world yeah. would be a nicer place. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, you bastards. Let's get into a boatload of trailers. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. So, of course, you know, the superb owl happened and there was trailers. <laughs> the soup or bowl, choose one. I see, I see what you did. Yeah. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> Bowel. I don't want to get sued. The super bowel? The super Are we talking about the super bowel, which is actually yeah. that's kind of clever. Like, I stole that. I, I saw that, that on the internet. Oh, the colonoscopy fuck. bowl happened. So we have some trailers that were released during the big game and some that were released before, which is also a smart thing if you don't want to pay the fucking $7 million for 30 seconds of 
airtime. Just put it out before everybody's watching anyways. Like this first one. Adam, you like dinosaurs? I do. I am a big fan. Do you prefer them feathered or unfeathered? You know, I kind of I like my Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Okay, well, but they're mixing Unnatural. in they're mixing in some feathers <laughs> as you have seen in this new Ju- Jurassic World Dominion trailer there. Yeah. Adam, let's start with you. Uh, what do you think of this this new trilogy so far? What do you think of this trailer? Uh, Jurassic World kind of reminded me of the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Yes. Uh, the, the first one, kind of the soft reboot, very familiar, uh, looks pretty. Effects and everything obviously upped from the originals. The characters, not so much. But it was a good starting point. The second film was a total shit show. Hated it. Yep. Hated everything about it. <laughs> And it ended in a place that was interesting, and I think where a lot of people wanted it to go, kind of like um, the new Spider-Man. Uh, right. Everybody wanted to see the multiverse, but I'm not happy how it happened. You know, it was, it was very silly. It was very dumb. But uh, I, so going into this third one, I have a huge chip on my shoulder from the last film. Um, they're using a lot of nostalgia bait to bring everybody in. You know, you got you got uh, Alan Grant in there. Uh, fun fact for you guys: Jurassic Park is my favorite movie. Oh, um, oh, oh. shit! So I'm movie. really, really. Uh, You're very passionate. Very passionate that. about this franchise, um, and really, Jurassic Park is the only one I like. <laughs> yeah, the other, ones, the other ones I watch, and I because I like dinosaurs. I'm a sucker yeah. for dinosaurs, yeah. so I'll watch them. You know, you throw in a. You throw in a uh, Spinosaurus, uh, I'm a happy camper. Um, <laughs> I think the big dinosaur in this one is the Gigantosaurus or Gigantanosaurus or whatever. The really? Fuck. Is this a made-up thing again or is this real? No, it's a real dinosaur. It's called, It's a Giga Gigantanosaurus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is um, that like a more recent find? They found this No, bigger? no. It's always been oh, around. It's always, it's always been like a, uh, a T-Rex but with like a smaller mouth. Okay. Yeah. It's hmm. the same size as it's, or maybe even taller than a T Rex, but it's got a smaller head, but so, a larger uh, attitude. He's got a big yeah. attitude, yeah, and, and a bigger heart. dick, <laughs> big yes. heart and a bigger dick, <laughs> yeah. dinosaur balls, a huge penis. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's where the name comes from, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's what but I yeah, call I'm mine. Not, I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm indifferent in this third one. I think mm. it could go either way, but uh, bottom line is I'll be there because I like dinosaurs. Uh, Anthony, what'd you think? Just like you said, Alan Grant, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, feathered dinosaurs. What'd you think? You were all over the feathered dinosaurs. I just think, uh, you know, it's interesting. They're involving the new discovery and the new, you know, maybe they evolved. They're evolving. Yeah. I think what it is, is, um, from what my, what I observed is they're doing this flashback to the actual, you know, dinosaurs before they were created in a lab and the ones that are natural, they have the feathers, and since they spliced the dinosaur DNA with, like, frogs or some shit, they're, like, a little bit different. So they mm. don't have the feathers, maybe, or something like that. So they're, they're distinctly two kinds of... Maybe they're trying to get them back to be more natural. Maybe they're splicing in some bird shit to, like, make it more accurate now. I think it's a retroactive thing. I think that they... When they created the, the first batch of dinosaurs, they didn't know that there were feathers on them. Sure. So they just put a frog DNA in there, and they're like, all right, that'll work. And now that they know, they're like, oh, we might want to make some bird shit in there. And then there you go. That's how science. That's science. That's not, that's that, sounds, about, that sounds pretty scientific science, to me. That's about as accurate as as you need to be. For this that's movie. about as science as we, science as we, as we get yeah. on this show. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, as far as this trailer, 
Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I, I kind of agree with Adam. I like the first movie was fun, but it, it's not. It's they're just playing off the the original. Um, the second movie we talked about on the show was not good. It was pretty much an enti- entire mess. I had no, even like had hardly any anticipation for this trailer. And for what it's worth, I thought it is a pretty damn good trailer in terms of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. The things we're seeing, we, we really haven't seen with the dinosaurs being mixed in with society and humans having to deal with the evolution of dinosaurs and having to live alongside them. Like these are all interesting places. Am I confident that this movie is going to be any good? Not really. Can it be worse but, than the second one, though? Fuck. Well, what's I don't the know purpose? If it could be worse. Like, what's the purpose of Jurassic Park at this point? Like, I think that it's a good place to when you learn about new dinosaurs because they're discovering new shit like all the time. Right. Like, okay, we all get we got new characters or we got new things we can sh- show in the movie, and they're also doing this whole thing where they're doing these hybrids, which is like some Frankenstein shit. So. I, those two things are interesting to me. Like the, the fact that they can use some kind of scientific accuracy and then also create new things as well. And I think there's a, it's a cool dichotomy of both things. So the effects look good. I thought like the dinos look good, but how did it get all over the world? And where's that little girl that let him go? This is all her fault. She needs to be put <laughs> in jail. Her, I was going to bring her up. What, what's the over under on the clone girl coming back? And why was she a clone girl? Like, what? For no, no reason. That movie was a cartoon. She has a name. Her name's Maisie, I believe. Maisie. It's, this is her <laughs> fault. Like the government should just be coming after her. But the, apparently they, they're everywhere. They're in Rome. They're all over the world. What I didn't get is I was like, did they have two of every animal or did these... Or do these all are these all asexual dinosaurs? Well, I, yeah, I think I it might have been a thing, right? That so, the dinosaurs were asexual. They're asexual, yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah, Noah, yeah. It's not a Noah's Ark situation. Life yeah. finds yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. Life finds um, a way. Well, they yes. were all yeah, they were all female. Uh, here's the thing: Did you guys watch the uh, pre-released Jurassic World shit? That they were like five minute shorts for this oh, new movie. Yeah, <laughs> where he's at like the drive-in and stuff. The drive. Yeah, did you notice drive-in. that was in the trailer? Yes, it was yeah. in the trailer. Yes. Why? Yeah. Is that going to be in the movie? Oh, they that's a good. I thought that was. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to be in the movie. Am I going to have to watch the same five minutes again? again? I've seen this. <laughs> we will that's, have to watch the same five point. minutes again. They do it yeah. all the time. Yeah, that, that, it is, but this, it is but quite that came out like didn't that come out like three months ago? A while ago. Yeah, yeah. I know it came out. Yeah, and I thought Just it was weird... going to be like a prologue to this and not actually. Yeah. In the thing. But whatever. Yeah. Why would they? Here's another thing I was thinking of. Again, I actually liked the trailer because I thought it was entertaining, and, and it, it is. Mm-hmm. In a, they put it in a place where there could be some good set pieces and some action. But like, why would you bring back like Bryce Dallas Howard's character and Chris Pat Pratt's character? Like, Ugh. practically, you're like these are part of like the failed Jurassic World, <laughs> and now we're yeah. bringing these assholes back to like help clean it up. Like they did a terrible job in like a theme park. What are they going to do when <laughs> no, these dinosaurs are out in the hey, world? Hey man, everybody counted out fucking Andrew Garfield, but look, every, he See? was the MVP. So you never it's know. It's a trilogy. They got to come yeah. back to finish the. I mean, I get, story. I get Owen coming back because he's got his his, his gal yeah. pal Blue. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. But what's yeah? Bryce Dallas Howard. Does anybody know her name? Is it Claire? It's, it was just Claire. At the Wikipedia. I think it's it is, Claire. Wow. It, 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 it wow. clearly is Claire. Yeah. Yes. Sad that I. Guess that um, uh, yeah. her character is completely different from the first movie to the second movie. In yeah, the first one, yeah. she's like, fuck dinosaurs. They're just right. money. And the second one, she's trying to save them off the volcano, you know, the, the little island side. Mm-hmm. Who knows what she'll be in this one? She might be a full-blown scientist. <laughs> she's going to be a scientist running in, like, platform <laughs> boots. 
was from a rugby away. that said a rug boy that said uh we'll just mix some uh bird shit in with the other stuff that's yeah. her that's her character is gonna say that they're gonna be like give her a medal she's a scientist yeah. she's, she's she, gonna be a rug boy scientist she that's did gonna get Genius. somebody gets a diploma bird from the university of rug boy <laughs> that's so uh, all right this movie's coming out in the summer and uh i'm just gonna begrudgingly watch it because i've watched all the others yeah. See how this thing ends up. It's the end of the second trilogy, yeah. but not the end of the franchise. Oh, it's going to make so much money. Yeah, they're going to. The people love dinosaurs, man. They yeah. make kids love movies. dinosors. They don't have it's to be good. It's crazy that there's not more dinosaur movies. That's, why is that's another movie? Why is it? It's not like Jurassic Park owns the rights to no. dinosaurs. I think it's just expensive. You know, they yeah. should bring back Carnosaurus. <laughs> Remember that franchise? I do think they should do something where we're like killing dinosaurs that would be cool yeah. have you or ever like seen tammy predator. and the t-rex oh there's that watch What's the that? one with Whoopi goldberg and the t-rex what? there's a Whoopi goldberg the dinosaur movie yeah um, it's a, yeah it's like it's a buddy cop movie <laughs> oh my god it's yeah I, yeah she's a cop and he's a like a detective or another cop he's a t-rex oh wow i gotta Theodore watch this video. rex this Theodore is a rex, movie baby. what the, the shit rex, is this baby. from 1995 wow yeah this is why we have Adam yes. on because Rugboy was the niche movie guy, but now Adam's just, just completely oh he went up me. I, I said Tammy and yeah. the T Rex, and he said brought up fucking He's Theodore. Like, I'll see you, yeah. Tammy and the T Rex, and I will raise you, read. Whoopi Goldberg, with Theodore. Yeah. Holy shit! This looks like the dinosaur from the TV but show. Does Whoopi Goldberg have sex with a dinosaur? I don't so, think she does in okay, this one. Exactly. No, um, was, this one, Denise Richards, a young Denise Richards. Uh, and a dinosaur, wow. and they get a little freaky. Tammy and the T Rex wins. So it's like a yeah. that was like shape of shape of the water before yes. that even Fuck came the fish. out. Yes, beautiful. Fuck the yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's mo- let's move on from dinosaurs to fucking hobbits and elves and shit. Uh, nope. A thing I'm barely interested in. Are you a Lord of the Rings guy, Adam? Huge Lord of the Rings guy. Oh shit! So Huge you have, Lord of the Rings. Guy. Have you been following the story of the show, the most expensive show ever, uh, budget first season? Almost half a billion dollars. Not really. That's the budget. Not really. So yeah. Amazon is like seven hundred and fifty dollars in already with the uh, with the rights to this. This is the most expensive TV show ever made. Hot, and we got our first one minute teaser trailer. How did it look? You want to start with me? Yes, you're the big. Uh, I thought it, you're, I, the, you're the big guess. The big yeah, I I, uh, I give it a resounding meh across the board. <laughs> oh, they should have thrown some bird shit in there. <laughs> they should have. Yeah, it, it needs more bird shit. Kind of a whole lot of nothing. Um, I mean, you see the money clearly. You see, you see the money. You see the money. I just, I just have a hard time coming to coming to terms with this and uh, not being a Peter Jackson vehicle. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm just I'm waiting I'm waiting patiently for it to come out and then I'll I'll give it my full judgment. Okay, Rugs, you're uh, our second biggest Lord of the Rings guy. What did you think of this? That's right. Uh, I uh, I was also kind of like, hey, this looks like they spent a lot of money on it, but it doesn't look interesting at all. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, but um, it's a weird it's a weird trailer. It doesn't really do it anything. It, yeah. It's just like you can't really judge it on like. It's just these panning shots and like you'll see a character for a split second zooming in. It's not like yeah. there's no meat to it. So I can't really judge it on on that. And it's it's set before the events of, you know, all the rings. Right. right. Yep. Isn't yep. that what it's they like say? Like hundreds bef- of years before. Yes. Yeah. They're like before this and before this and this yeah. and this. And I'm just thinking, God, prequels always suck. Why are we doing prequels? <laughs> How about after? How about after this? Yeah, Yo. with people we know. How about well, that? Well, they saved the world. 
Or new, we'll go yeah. with new people and set it a hundred years down the road. We have a couple of fucking statues of of uh, Gimli wow. and uh, well, Legolas, go. and we're good. Yeah, I don't know who any of these people are in this trailer, and right. I was yeah. like, it, it looks shiny, and I see the. I'll watch to see how they use the bunny. There's a couple of recurring characters. I think Kate Blanchett's character and uh, the guy from the Matrix, whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, the bad yep. guy. Mr. Anderson? Hugo yeah, Weaving. No, oh, Hugo, Hugo Weaving is character, in this. I forget his name. Oh. Is it Elo something? Eodor I can never remember their names. They, they confuse me. Um, I don't remember his name in that. But Elo like, is a great band. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, electric Light Orchestra. Yeah, yes. I know that somebody in the comments is going to be like, you asshole, you said it wrong. <laughs> but like, like those characters re- return, but they're diff- played by different people, obviously, and they're a lot younger. Right. So you, they're unrecognizable, but I think that the, it's a good sign that it looks like they spent money on it, and they they in creating Middle Earth, they have succeeded in doing that without looking like terrible or like cheap. So I think that that's right. a good thing. So maybe we should just be cautiously optimistic. Anthony, does this do anything for you? No. Okay, I'm good. All right. I don't watch Lord of the Rings, so... I mean, you weren't impressed by the beautiful scenery and the... There was a lot of walking in part one. There, yeah. there was a lot of walking. They got someplace. That's all I've seen. Man, they got somewhere. Yeah, Adam, are you going to watch, though? Is it, it intrigue you enough to... Like you said, you got to check it out, I guess, yeah. I, I will I will always give something the benefit of the doubt to start, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I had no interest in Peacemaker, and, and that show has blown me away. It's fucking great, yeah. And that's why I won't be talking about this one with you guys. <laughs> that's why he would love to in the next us. segment, we review Peacemaker without him. <laughs> without me, because I didn't watch it yet. We like it. We can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, let's get to fucking some geeky comic book shit uh, before we get to the Marvel stuff. DC did not want to spend the money also uh, to put something on during the Superb Owl show. So they put out a uh, quick sizzle reel highlighting all the movies that are coming out uh, in 2022 for them, which is the Batman, the Flash movie, Black Adam, Aquaman 2, and uh, the sizzle reel was kind of fun. Anthony, this time I'm going to start with you, since you had nothing Oh, about, shit, I'm on the spot. Yeah, you had nothing to say for Lord of the Rings. How about you contribute a little bit here? Uh, what'd you think of this The World Needs Heroes trailer? I liked it. DC, you often, sometimes I like forget that DC even makes movies. Right. <laughs> Just with how Marvel has just taken over the the lexicon of of culture, but I liked it. I thought the the footage was solid. By more or less, I just liked that they they combined everything into like one mm-hmm. sizzle reel, mm-hmm. and it made you remember that hey, there's like four mov- movies coming out from DC, yeah. and all of them look you know varying degrees of good, but they all look kind of all right. Like they look, they all have their 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 own individual excitement to them, and they're kind of reminding you that hey, we kind of have a universe too. Yeah. Which, for the longest time since Justice League, they've kind of backed away from the shared universe stuff. So, I was, I was like, oh, cool! This is actually uh, this got me excited for some DC movies. Uh, Adam, uh, what'd you think? Are you a DC guy? Will this be a good year for DC with these movies? Uh, I just consider myself a movie guy. I don't care if it's DC or Marvel. Okay. But okay. as far as the DC EU goes, I. I I'm guessing we're all in agreement. It's kind of a train wreck. It's a fucking mess. Yeah. Yeah. But they have, they have, as far as this trailer is concerned, I think it does look good. I, d- I put out a video on it. I thought it looked fine. The Batman, I think, is going to be hopefully awesome. Matt Reeves hasn't steered me wrong yet. Yeah. The three hour runtime is concerning. Yeah. 
to say the least. But uh, you know, Lord of the Rings is four hours long, and those just movies wear are a awesome. Diaper. You just wear a diaper. It's right. fine. Nobody cares. Uh, Black Adam. Uh, Dwayne Johnson doesn't have a good track record for movies, especially um, if they're not set in the jungle, which that seems to be his natural habitat. So I don't I know. know. Maybe he's like, in a jungle <laughs> in every fucking movie. Yeah, maybe, what is maybe, he maybe, jungle? maybe they'll get a jungle in there somewhere. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure they will. But uh, he also, I was talking to someone else. He doesn't have a franchise, which is insane yeah. to me. Yeah, he's like, tried. The guy's, been in, yeah. the guy's tried over and over again. Yeah. He's been in like yeah. a thousand movies, but... Where's his Where's his Terminator? Where's his Rambo? Where's his Rocky? Where's his Die Hard? Where's his Lethal Weapon? I mean, all these action guys from the 80s and 90s have it. He's got, like, Jumanji? I mean, really? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's just sad. So I, I'm guessing this is going to do well for him, and this might be the role that he's been searching for. He doesn't even have to put... I mean, they can just paint him, right? Yeah, there's he's, no bodysuit. He is a, yeah. he he is a superhero a, already. Yeah. He doesn't need um, padding. But let me ask you this. Do you think he can play a character and not be the rock in something? I think that's going to be key. No, no, I (laughs) I don't think, but I don't think Tom Cruise really does either outside Ah. of that brilliant performance in Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah. But you don't need some, some actors, they can just be themselves and it's, it's okay. They're, they're likable enough or, or they just have the, you know, they have the presence that you're looking for, the charm. And I think the you're rock- waiting for Arnold Schwarzenegger to stretch <laughs> yeah, his acting ability. Exactly. No one, no one's expecting that from Arnold, but you, yeah, you get a good, you get a good, uh, enter- you get a good entertainment value, uh, depending on the actor. So I think The Rock fits that mold for sure. He just needs to find a movie with a decent script. And I think this could work. The Flash, I don't like Ezra Miller. Uh, as an actor, I haven't I haven't liked him in anything yet, and I don't care for him as the Flash. So I I have a it is this whole DC thing is really weird because they have a cinematic universe, but then they also have standalones like the Joker. Is mm-hmm. the Batman mm-hmm. part of anything, or is no, that standalone? It's, it's no. own pocket universe. Okay, fine, fair yeah, enough. It's but thing. it's also not connected to Joker, right? N- nope. No, I, not that we know. As, yeah. as far as we know, because this takes place. Yeah. God, it almost looks like the same. Is it not the same time period? Is it the, the it's supposed 60s? to be like a year or two after his his? Um, it's not his year one. Becoming Batman. Okay. No, it's not year one. It's like it's year two. Okay. But um, it kind of has know. a '70s feel, like the Joker movie. So that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, um, well then, well, I, I guess Wayne was in. He wasn't Joker. He was a kid, yeah, right? Yeah, he was a kid. Yeah. yeah. That never so. happened, though. The Joker never came up to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I know even, nothing about comics, so I don't have like a axe to grind as far as <laughs> what they're doing and not doing to appease the nerds on, you know, in the yeah. comic book world. I'm just a movie nerd. Um, what's the last one we got to talk uh, about? Aquaman, Aquaman, the sequel, oh, Aquaman, Lost Kingdom, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's Momoa yeah. and he's yeah, wet. It's Jason so. Momoa, you know, yeah. you know, permission to come aboard. Yeah, he, he, he's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope. With the sequel, it will be about an hour shorter because the first one feels like it's seven hours long. <laughs> and I, is James Wan directing this one? He, I think he is. Yes. Yes. Okay. He needs to pick a lane. Yeah. The Undo first everything. movie, the first movie has horror. It's got mm. comedy. It's mm. got Jurassic World in there at some mm-hmm. points. Uh, it, it's just a weird. What Pitbull singing Africa at some point in that tri- in that movie? What it's the got fuck? An octopus playing the drums underwater. Yeah, just pick a lane, dude. Either be Ant Man or be, you know, Doctor Strange or something. You can't have it all. 
Uh, that movie made a billion fucking dollars, and it's probably just because Momoa was like shirtless or something. I don't know. You got every guy's wife to go yeah. to a, a a superhero movie. That's yeah. right. go to that one. Yeah, be yeah. like, you will go to this one. <laughs> you with know me? what? That movie oh. actually looks pretty good. Oh, shit, it's seven okay. hours long. Oh, let's, well, yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's get a sitter. You know, like you know how many women I know that are watching the new Jack Reacher show. I don't think it's because it's. It's Roadhouse. <laughs> no, he takes his shirt off every episode for some reason. He, they just yeah. find a way. But uh, hey, you correct I, me if I'm wrong, really quick. Yeah. Didn't they just do a Jack Reacher show with Jim Helpert, or is that no, something that's else? That's Jack Ryan. That's a different Jack, Jack Ryan. Okay, it's a different Jack. Ryan. Thank you. One of them is reaching for something, and one's the other one Ryan. is uh, one's Ryaning. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so Reacher is the one that Tom Cruise was. Correct. Yes, those movies were bad, but okay. Yeah, anyway. and then Ryan was the one that uh, Harrison Ford was, and Alec Baldwin ah, at one there point. There we go. There we uh, go. But uh, as far as uh, Shazam, uh, I thought the looks at Hawkman and Doctor Fate uh, looked amazing. Rugs, what'd you think of this trailer? I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, uh, this is the Flash trailer. Or Aquaman two. Are we talking about all of it? What'd all you think of, of the whole thing? Um, look, Batman's the big thing that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. The Flash, I'm looking forward to just to see how they reset the DCEU. Uh, it's supposed to do like a Flashpoint thing, right? You're going to yep. have multiverses. You're going to have all these things like colliding and then whatever's uh, the new status quo will come out of that. So if we do have a shared universe, it's going to happen in that movie. So I'm interested to see what happens. Not that I like the Flash. I could give a fuck about the Flash. I just want to know what happens in that movie. Suit looks that better. Get, does that come out last then out of these four? Um, I think, I think I it's think, the second one. Yeah. Aquaman is coming out last. And I believe Aquaman 2 has the same release date as fucking Avatar 2, which is also underwater. So you're going to have underwater movies battling it out the same weekend, Ugh. I believe, which is going to be annoying. But <laughs> The sigh I, from Adam. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. Way to bring something new, James Cameron. You're just hey, doing hey, Aquaman. Hey, I'm not knocking Cameron. He, he, yeah. I, I, I'm excited for Avatar 2. I'm just, uh, I'm already exhausted just thinking about going right? to those movies. Yeah. <laughs> Let's it's a lot. To, to answer your question, it's Batman in March, Black Adam, July 29th, Flash, November 4th, and Aquaman, December 16th. In December. Oh, Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this could be a good mm-hmm. year for DC if these movies are any good. They, yeah. could be, they might be all right. I think, that, look, we know what to expect from this. Like, we know how good DC can be. We know how bad. I don't think they're going to reach a new apex. Maybe the Batman will be close to Nolan level or, or maybe at least tie that that high bar that that, that Nolan yeah. set. But yeah. I don't know. I think that that's that's all we got. That's all we got in the tank. <laughs> I, there's multiple Batman <laughs> running around. I, I, had, too. I had a thought while Ruggs was talking about the Flash. I'm like, it's. It's great they're doing all this multiverse stuff and they're going to they're going to, you know, probably do peaks and little cameos from other universes and then I'm like, "Wait a minute. We were doing that. Marvel's doing we that. They did that it. with Spider-Man and they're going to do that with Doctor Strange and bigger. way before the Flash comes out and it's going to look into like the Spider-Verse. The yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. So the Flash is just going to look like it's but, aping all that but stuff. But Michael Keaton Batman. That's what I mean. Geek I can't wait to see him back yeah, in the it might, it might be all let's right. Let's not let's not forget about the uh, Criterion level film Space Jam 2. With the uh, oh, what is yeah, it? The server, the server verse, or what is that called? I don't think any of us actually on this show watched. I did Space not Jam watch too. Space Jam. I just heard it was shitty, and like it was basically the, the Matrix movie with with uh, WB uh, cartoon characters in it. Interesting. Yeah, it's, basically, no, it's, it's got a lot of Razzie nominations. 
It was my 911. Um, it was my bad. <laughs> I always have a weird feeling humming. Never I believe forget. I can fly. Never forget. Based on who, <laughs> yeah, who you, sings that song. You can't sing that song anymore. I know, it's but it's a ruined. great song. It's a great song. It's been sing ruined. It. I'd sing it, but I'd probably hit you. You guys would get hit with like a copyright ID because it'd be so Jesus. close to perfect. I can tell just by your normal speaking voice that you have a really good singing voice. He's got perfect pitch. Yeah. Uh, no, so hopefully DC will have a good year. They've righted the ship a little bit. It's still quite a, a mess. Little, a little, although that Wonder Woman movie was not right. That, oh. no, that was a big fuck up. That was a big. That's a big fuck up right there. Adam hates Every, that movie, too. Everybody's. I shouldn't say everybody. <laughs> this weird, loud, obnoxious little group of people have a hard on for Zack Snyder. Mm. They should really be petitioning to have James Gunn just take over the whole damn thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Maybe Gunn wants to stay there and is, he's making another show. He's making another spinoff show. He's yeah, going to be give done. Him, give it to him. I say, give it to him. Make him yeah. the guy. Why make do you him make the him the guy? Make him the, the Kevin yeah. Feig or whatever. Yeah. Fajiji. Yeah. The Kevin Vajiji. If anybody knows how to pronounce his name. Kevin, <laughs> no, no, Kevin no, Feige. That's nope. pretty easy. James Gunn. Oh, no. yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> oh we're not, oh, we're that's not an easy name to remember. <laughs> the second end throws me. <laughs> it's pronounced Gunn. Just James Gunn. Okay, let's get to the big fucking geek boner shit, the Marvel MCU. First, we're going to start with there was a quick TV spot for the Moon Knight show that is coming out March 30th. Very quick, there's a couple of new things, a couple of fucking sick shots in here. Uh, that being shots of the pyramid, his cape opening up into a half moon, and you see his little half moon fucking weapon. Holy shit, rugs! This time I'm starting with you. What'd you think of this uh, little peek at uh, uh, what was I talking about? Moon nuts. <laughs> moon moon nuts. Yeah, I uh, moon nuts looks good. I feel like it does look darker than all the other Marvel shows. It feels like grittier, and it feels like it's gonna be really wacky too. So. Like as far as like psychological bullshit, so I'm looking forward to the the darkness and you know even this comic accuracy that they are going for with uh with the suit and they're they're playing it right into it. So I don't know. I, I wish I could see more. Yeah, because it feels like they're giving us little tidbits. But uh, yeah. from what I see, it looks promising. So. We'll see what happens. Uh, Adam, this Moon Knight trailer, floppy job or geek boner. Which way are you going? Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I don't really know what to <laughs> what to think of it. I'm not yeah. a Moon Knight. I don't know anything about him. It looks it looks okay, but based on the track record of these Disney Marvel shows, there's just nothing really exciting me yet. Uh, what does it look like to you from this trailer? Not knowing anything about the Moon Knight. From the trailer, it looks like he has multiple personality disorder. I can't mm. remember the actual term. Dissociative uh, identity. identity disorder. disorder. Sure. Yeah. It would appear he's kind of your run-of-the-mill average Joe who has this uh, debilitating issue going on, whether he got it from some supernatural element that he collided with or if he was just born with it. Who the fuck knows, except for people that read comics. And uh, it looks like Moon Knight is an alter ego ghost rider or no, not like that. Uh, it, Moon Knight, from the trailer, it looks like this thing is stalking him mm. and he needs to just embrace it at, at points or something. I don't know. The mask, maybe Jim Carrey's the mask. Yeah, no, Ghost yeah. Rider was also kind of a close analogy. You seem to pick up on the on the basic points of the, of the comic book. Yeah, he's he's a mercenary 
in the in the comic, so I don't know if they're gonna deal with that. But he doesn't remember things. Uh, the and, regular guy is a mercenary. Yeah, Mark Spector. He's got multiple identities and like different personalities. One of them's mm. a mercenary. I don't know if they're gonna go with that one. And this one, he looks like he's a guy named Stephen Grant, which was like another uh personality but yeah he gets his powers from like egyptian gods or whatever and i feel this is a way to introduce werewolf by night and other horror elements as far as it being edgier it is a tv 14 which is the same as what all the other shows have been rated so i don't know how much edgier it's gonna get anthony what'd you think of this moon Knight? i mean this little spot was to me nothing to write home about i did like the original trailer we talked about that on the show i did see a quote that fahey was like basically saying this is going to be darker. Yeah. They're not going to cut away from the fight scenes and, and the violence. So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that from what we've seen so far, this will be, first off, it's a character that we haven't really met yet. So I'm, I'm cool with that. And it's a character that I think is kind of interesting on paper. So I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about the show. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. And I like Oscar Isaac. He said uh, Moon Knight is a, like a legitimate character study. Uh, similar to Iron Man is how he hmm. described it. So we're going to get to learn a lot about this guy. All right. That's Moon Knight. Fucking let's get to the big one. This one is fucking wild. Uh, the first full trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness sequel. Holy shit. Oh, shit. I don't even know who wants to start. Uh, Adam, you're our guest. Why don't you take us into this fucking trailer is crazy. Sam Raimi yeah, is going dude. to... Elevate everything in phase. What are we on? Seventy of Something, the MCU. Yeah, two hundred and sixty-nine. Yes. Where oh, Eternals, where Eternals failed yeah. to captivate audiences and wow us. Sam Raimi will deliver like he did with Spider-Man one and two and uh, Drag Me to Hell, which no one saw. And uh, it. oh, it's a sweet movie. Dark Man. I love Dark Man. Dark Man. Dark Man's great. Great the guy. The guy is off. He did. He did miss with something. Really badly. It was like a I, drama he did. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll just ignore that. We'll just get into this trailer. It, yeah. Holy shit, this looks good. And it yeah. doesn't look it doesn't look like an MCU movie. It, it mm. looks so weird and fun. Uh it sounded like I don't want to get too far into the weeds with it. We'll we'll let other people talk. I just first impressions was really wowed by this. I thought the first Doctor Strange was fine. It was mm. a fine movie with um uh Cumberbatch really elevating the material. But if you if you think of like Thor Ragnarok, yep. uh, compare it to Thor One. I think that's where we're at already with with the second Doctor Strange. Yeah, his appearances in the other movies is definitely like it pushed him forward. And uh, I thought about the same thing. I was like, wow, they're doing like a Thor Ragnarok with this one blowing it out of the water. Uh, Anthony, what stuck out to you? There's so many fucking details. A lot of things confirming all the rumors that you may have read on the internet. There's some confirmation of the shit is happening. Yeah, I probably watched the trailer about 25 times. Oh, fuck. It's got um, 26 million <laughs> views on it already. It, I watched 25 million of those. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it's just me. It's just me, guys. Uh, I I've, Obviously, I really enjoyed it. You'll notice Adam brought it up, but this is the first time I think I've ever seen a trailer by Marvel where they were like, highlighting the director. They were yep. like, Sam Raimi. Yeah. Like, they put it like they cut to like his name in there. Like they've never they really done that before. Yeah. So they did like, it with they did it with Eternals <laughs> with oh, yeah, uh, because of, Boy Zhao or yeah, however yep, you yep, say yep. it. Um, but yeah, you, you, you are you are right though. They it seems like this is something they're trying to do more now to show people like, look, we're we're getting different directors, different voices. Yep. We're we're stretching our wings now. So yeah, I, I loved that. I loved. I, 
we can talk about like all the potential cameos yes. and all that stuff, but I think what what sold me though is I think the story seems to be intriguing and it seems to be weird. And what I, what you guys mentioned with Thor Ragnarok, I kind of look at this as like they're doing their version of Winter Soldier, mm. where it's like Captain America one solid movie, but now we're like we're blowing this out of the water with Winter Soldier. We have a different director that the implications for the universe are big. Like I feel like this movie is that version for is is equivalent to what they're doing now in this phase where they're just blowing it out of the water and they're like really embracing the multiverse stuff but i think all that stuff will still be if judging by the way they did no way home it'll all be in service of developing dr strange's character i think along with uh scarlet witch wanda maximoff so lots of really cool stuff we could talk about all that potential cameos and all that but i think on the on on the surface, I think it looks like a very interesting story, and they're highlighting the director, which made me very happy. Yeah, I think I think we're on the same page as far as the Winter Soldier analogy. Yep. Um, I, I'm not saying it looks like Thor Ragnarok. I'm saying the jump in quality and style change right. from yep. Thor to this one, much like the first Captain America to Winter Soldier, is is very pronounced, and I love it. Yep, I completely agree. And yes, yeah, Scott Derrickson directed the first one, and you could not, you needed Sam Raimi to to bring us what we're seeing. And I what's What's funny about that though is Scott Derrickson was going to correct direct right, this, yeah, and yeah. it's not like like they were going to move on from him. He mm-hmm. just happened to like he was just like, no, I don't agree with the direction, and then they happened to fall into Sam Raimi's it's probably lap. The best thing that could have fucking yes. happened. Oh my god! And I thought the cameos in No Way Home were crazy, and that really was just a taste of what the fuck they're doing. Uh, Rugs, what did you think? I didn't get to you yet. Overall thoughts? Overall, I mean, I I don't want to get too like crazy with sam raimi because like so much is hanging on this on this guy right now right and they did bring him in because whatever it was they were doing wasn't working out so they're gonna be swinging for the fences and they're doing all this stuff they're doing like you know these cameos they're throwing everybody in here uh you saw like america chavez you saw some kind of iron man iron legion yes you saw uh the uh my is it my Monica Rambeau. Well, it yeah. could be a number of people. I've heard many, many different guesses. Yeah. So I, I even thought I saw, um, was that Wanda fighting her? Wanda was fighting. Uh, okay. So that scene with the glowy person, it may either be Maria or Monica Rambeau as a variant Captain Marvel fighting Wanda, or it could be a variant Iron Man played by motherfucking Tom Cruise. Oh, shit. Uh, which is one of the other rumors. But. Holy shit, Ultron bots the Legion. This is the Illuminati. That is fucking Patrick Stewart. That's the back of his head. Remember where I was like, I just want to see the back of Patrick Stewart's head, and you guys <laughs> laughed at me, and now they I gave know it that to me. Spot. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is <laughs> Illuminati filled with variants. Uh, you have Sinister Strange. You have multiple. You got Zombie Strange. You have Defender Strange. You got Bird Shit Strange. You got Bird Shit <laughs> Strange is in there. You see, we're That's back the, in the, West. He's the natural... Bird feathered dress park feather. dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Feathered sorcerer street, yes. the original. We see Wanda's house in Westview again. What the fuck is going on here? I'm a simple country Minnesotan, so I don't know what the Illuminati or any of that stuff is within the context of okay. this comic book. Yeah. Is Patrick St- or is Patrick Stewart playing Xavier again? Yes, he is. And he's like the leader or one of the members of this Illuminati you're talking about. Yes, Anthony yes. will tell you what the Illuminati is. Okay, please go. The Illuminati in the comics is just this group of heroes, Black Bolt, Black Panther, Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, Professor X. They basically are all like leaders of different heroes 
are different groups of heroes and they all meet in secret to basically run the world and like defend the world against threats. So it looks like what Marvel's doing is they're using that concept to have an Illuminati in the multiverse yeah. to police things that are going on. Interesting. In the yeah. state of superheroes. Doctor Strange is also in the Illuminati in the comics, so so that would be our natural progression to getting mutants in the cinematic Perhaps. universe. Perhaps. Possibly. Well, there's yeah, there's a storyline in comics in the in the comics where Wanda Maximoff gets rid of all the mutants, and there's a lot of speculation that in this one they're going to flip it on its head. And she instead of in the comics she says no more mutants, mm-hmm. and it takes away all the mutants. There's mm-hmm. a lot of speculation that she's going to say say something along those lines, but the opposite effect and bring mutants into. The I think universe. she's trying to bring her kids back. Maybe yeah, there, there's speculation that's because of her kids and all that and, stuff. So and so I think when in bringing her kids back, she brings mutants into the fold or whatever that other universe is that has mutants is going to come into our do you this think world do you think any of this storyline is going to tie in or i guess be in marriage with what happened in wandavision and yes. uh, spider-man into the spider-verse Absolutely. or not into the, i'm sorry not into the spider-verse no, no way, way home. home yes if you notice that is wanda's westview house in that in the in that short clip of the trailer mm-hmm. which is from uh, wandavision so i think it does tie into that they're leaving her. She's in the same place that she was left off at WandaVision. Okay. So I think the yeah, I think it is tied. I think the, all to this that. is the fallout from what he did in No Way Home, which is why Mordo kind of locks him up. I think he goes to see Wanda for help, and then they bring him to the Illuminati. It also ties into What If. A lot of yeah. the shit we saw in What If, those multiversal characters, mm-hmm. they released a poster. So I, it looks like they're going to be fighting variants of themselves. Yeah, different. I think there's a one of the internet. Uh, Screen caps that I saw was uh, the shield of uh, the. It's in the. Um, it's in the poster. It's in the poster. Captain Carter's yeah. um, shield. So here's all like based on the poster and the rumors. You know, we can expect Captain Carter. We can expect uh, a Deadpool is also possibly on the fucking poster. So they're gonna pull in the Fox people. Uh, some other uh, mutants. Uh, there's a new Captain Marvel photon logo. Uh, Cyclops, maybe James Marsden, and then you have Loki and and Sylvie from uh, from the Loki show. I don't know if they're going to come into play, but these rumors, and there may be even a fucking Spider Man. I don't know. These rumors well, may let me comment be true. on that real quick. Yeah, I think I think all of that is super exciting. But going back to what No Way Home did, and I agree, it was clunky getting to that setup. But the end, at, once they got to like before they got to all the cameos, they did a really good job in making you invested in what was going on. Right. And that's what they got to do in this one. It seems like they are on that path. But if this is just fan service, cameo, 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 yeah. it's going to fail. But if it's yeah. good story, yeah. cameos in service of growing the characters, then this is going to be awesome. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Doctor Strange contain the events of No Way Home and this threat could possibly be from something completely different or are we assuming that that threat is still at large i would say that it's i think it's more of the fact that they hint they put it in the trailer that he keeps even wanda says like he keeps breaking the rules so yeah. i think okay. he just keeps his arrogance the fact basically that he keeps doing this exactly so i think it's that's part of what i think is going to happen is it's his arrogance that's going to need to be put in check throughout the movie i also think it's fallout from the loki show as well mm-hmm. where they had busted the whole like multiverse wide open right so 
It could be all those things converging. He closed the cracks in the sky, but it's possible things fucking slipped through. He didn't close all of them. I love that line in the delivery of uh, Elizabeth Olsen. When Wanda goes, you break the rules and become the hero. I do it. I become the enemy. Mm-hmm. She's like, that doesn't seem fair. So she's getting mad. She's going to go bad. I feel like she's going to fight off all the Illuminati and Professor X. It's going to be insane. She is a better Dark Phoenix story than the actual Dark Phoenix story that they put on film at Both this times. point. You know? Yeah, three times. I think they did it four times. <laughs> uh, I have a bold prediction. Let's hear it. Hugh Jackman's coming back as Wolverine. You know what? I wouldn't put it oh, I shit. would not put it past them to fucking do that. If There's Patrick Stewart's in this movie as yeah. Xavier, I just I feel like they're both gonna be in it. Why not? But to your point, Anthony, that is a very key point. Is like when they did it in No Way Home, it enhanced the story. It was very organic. This is a lot of fucking cameos of things. All in one. Essentially, movie. we don't know that these are these are all rumors, but there's. I mean, the a lot poster Nerdist has this post, and they point out on the poster no less than like twenty fucking things. Really? Uh, uh, that that are in the reflections. It's a dope. But poster, I would too. just like to say that rumor. Uh, drop that we read that big huge paragraph of all the cameos yeah it's mm-hmm. almost dead on yes a lot of so, a lot of that shit is i don't know is, this shit hmm. might be true this is gonna be yeah. fuck, I it's gonna wait. be like austin powers gold member where people yes. keep just taking <laughs> off their masks and showing up it's underneath <laughs> yes yeah just, just like that <laughs> i mean tom cruise was in there too so <laughs> it was tom cruise the whole time if I, if I see tom cruise as iron man i don't know how i'll feel about that's so that might that might take me out of the movie that's like meta up its own ass in yeah, meta. yeah it's almost too meta <laughs> i was I mean, supposed I, to be iron man <laughs> i'd wish they didn't do that but well if they i don't know we'll see may 6th cannot come fucking soon enough wow wow this is gonna be insane uh, all right, listener, join the conversation. If you want to meet other like-minded listeners, hang out with us. We have a Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. There is a link in the show notes. It is a closed exclusive group just for you to leave your thoughts, and we will share them later at the end of the show. We are going to review uh, this week's episode of Peacemaker, except Adam's going to disappear, but he's going to come back. Don't worry. He's going to magically pop up in the second half uh, as we talk about Boba Fett. So, Adam, we'll see you on the flip side. Enjoy. Jockey nerd. Okay, Adam's gone. We can talk about him now. Just kidding. Fuck yeah. I'm kidding. (laughs) Great guy. We're not going to talk about Adam. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back in a little bit, so don't say anything. (laughs) He's listening. Maybe. I don't know. Great clothing. If you check out his channel, these clothes fit very well. I I, I say you should go watch his videos. They're actually really, really funny. I'm going to hit him up for fashion tips. I need to start dressing like that. You need to change your fucking body. But I'm trying. I got a steel club. I'm oh, swinging yeah. it around. Uh, yeah, are you still swinging that shit around? Oh, yeah, I'm on the steel club. It's great. Anyways, we're not here to talk about my fucking. You're going to look like John Cena. I'm going to look like Tamara Morrison at 61, is what I'm. That's my goal. Uh, but no, before. I was more credit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> before we get to Fat Boba, let's quickly review this week's episode of Peacemaker, episode seven. Here is your spoiler alerts. Let's spoil some shit, Batman. This one called Stop Dragon. My heart around dragon play on words. This is the penultimate. The penultimate episode of season one of Peacemaker. uh, Written by James Gunn. This one not directed by James Gunn. Directed by Brad Anderson. Thought that was interesting. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Anthony. It's a quick and it's not a really long episode. A lot of stuff happens. What happens in episode seven? Stop dragging my heart. Right. Well, Peacemaker's got his dad after him. The little white racist clan. They're trying to kill him. 
and it's been revealed that he has his diary, which he didn't actually write. So the team is in a bunch of turmoil because no one now trusts each other. Had a bio and hardcore all up each, up each other's asses about this, and the butterflies are chasing them. You know, butterflies are all after them. So there's a lot going on. They're kind of on the run. A lot of people got, trying to kill them, and they still got to f- figure out how to get to this cow before the the, the butterflies. What about um, the cow? So yeah, there's a lot uh, a lot coming to a head here in this uh, particular episode, especially the. Mostly focused around Peacemaker and his uh, his daddy issues. Coming Some to great us. emotional moments from John Cena. Let's just hit the big kind of the big plot points. Uh, starting with the beginning, we find out kind of explicitly sort of what happened to Chris and his brother when they were kids. Turns out Augie Smith made them fight in a pit for bets. The fuck kind of father is this? Whoa, they're like dog fighting. They were basically. dog fighting. He's yeah. dog fighting his fucking it's- sons. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Augie Smith is white supremacist Michael Vick. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He Michael Vick them, and uh, uh, Chris punches him out good. And I, what did it seem like happened? He hit his head maybe and got an aneurysm. A, yeah, like yeah. a seizure and aneurysm. Yeah. But at the end, he blames his dad, and it doesn't. Of course, it's fucking dad. Well, fault. that's why because he made He's him fight. a child. Yeah, they were both children, and they were both fucking crazy. And his dad was crazy, so that was shocking to see. Uh, and then we find out uh, Hartcourt uh, confronts Adebayo about the diary. Mern knew about the diary the whole time. And she tells them who her mother is. So now they all know that Amanda Waller is her mother. Uh, the next big thing is the butterflies fucking find Mern because the the fact that his inside guy was there and the, the butterflies retain their memories. They know mm-hmm. about them. They know everything. They know where they are. Before Mern can come out, they fucking find him and just execute him in cold blood. And yeah, the scene where uh, Song, Goff Song now, yeah, whatever, yeah. crushes the butterfly, oh. and then Harcourt sees the butterfly oh. and picks it up, oh and my- the butterfly is like trying to touch her. Yeah. I was like, this was kind of... Oh. I didn't think I would feel any emotions for a little ass butterfly, but this was kind of sad. Yeah, I liked Mern was one of my favorite characters. I still like the uh, the line where he says, "I got the fucking apple dumpling gang here." <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he was their leader. He was the unlike inside, humans, we don't name our genitalia. He knew everything that was happening. Yeah, and the little touch, the little hand touch, and you could feel how I was like, "Oh, fucking Mern." Yeah, it's crazy that like all this stuff comes to the forefront, and like Mern's known this whole time about the diary, and I'm expecting. Waller to show up any second now because like sh- shit's spinning out of control. Like, Whoa, it, like shit, does well, she know? Like, where is she? Like this she, is Viola like major Davis shit's happening. Yeah, she costs Maybe. a lot of money. She's only going to show up on <laughs> she a ain't cell phone. on HBO Max on a cell phone more screen. Episodes. Maybe yeah. she might be in the next episode, but she doesn't know any of this. But she knows the diary is out and shit is fucked up. And I just love how Chris is like, you think I'd fucking collage a bunch of shit on a diary? What are you kidding? <laughs> He's like, if I did it, it would be the best fucking thing, but I did not do it. Uh, and so we have a little judo master bit. That's kind of funny. He escapes, knocks out some assholes, takes their car. He finds them. I, I saw a theory online that I want to toss out yeah. real quick on judo master. Yeah, I think he's going to help him next episode. Well, they were talking about how we always see him with Cheetos. Yeah, hot, hot Cheetos. Cheetos. Flaming hot Cheetos. And someone was like online. I forget who. I'd give credit if it, I could figure out who I, who said this. But they were like, maybe he eats the hot Cheetos because... Why aren't the butterflies taking him over? Oh, but if he's eating the hot Cheetos them. because it's 
flame inside his body in his mouth they can't take him over yeah his mouth and he's got his ass covered because he's wearing that bodysuit oh my god there's no <laughs> there's no orifice to enter yeah that because he's always eating hot cheetos that's the why reason, wouldn't they just take him over holy shit if that turns out to be the reason that's fucking hilarious right what if they just take him over they're <laughs> yes. like well you're you're a talented little fuck we need you. you'd be more talented if we were inside of you he still he knows something like i feel like he's gonna he's gonna be the one to help them I liked when he does the whole like ape thing to the yeah, he's like, to ooh, the Asian ooh, guy. Ooh. <laughs> he's a little funny little guy. He's a, little, a funny little, little guy. Uh, and then <laughs> largely the chase scene is a uh, white dragon flying around with the fucking pillowcase white supremacist, and they're tracking the helmets that he has, and so he ties it to a raccoon. This was a great line where you see Economos and John Cena's faces all scratched up, and he's like, fuck, raccoons are hardcore. And Economos is like, that is not entirely inconsistent with what I thought would have happened if he just ran up to a raccoon and grabbed it. That's <laughs> what would have it. Uh, it's, you, li- uh, you like that it's a raccoon, too? We, uh, I guess. Was, what was, why is that funny? Rocket raccoon. Oh, it's a little, maybe a little James big. Gunn's made oh, rocket fuck. raccoon. I didn't even popular. Made raccoon. It's Imran, Imran, Imran. It's a it's a less animated raccoon. Fuck, I didn't even yeah. I didn't even put he loves raccoon. I even put that together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and vigilante is dumb and grabbed all the helmets, so they think they got away and they did not. Um, I was really upset at White Dragon for swatting down fucking Eagly. I was like, no, not Eagly, and he's down. Luckily, he's okay. They do stitch him. Oh, that was that whole scene where he went to the fucking uh, the animal hospital and with the he's vets. Like, yeah, <laughs> and he's like praying the eagle gets better, oh. and then he m- 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 like magically gets better. Oh and my god, it was a gr- so hugs, hugs him hug. and he took yeah. a, takes a selfie. He's trying to take a selfie, <laughs> and then out of bio was like, I just saw an eagle hug a fucking person. I think I gotta stick around. Well, yeah, that's well, that's what makes out of bio yeah. stick around. She's like, she I'm gonna eagle, help. Hug him. But back to the big scene, the confrontation between Chris and his dad finally happens. And his dad uh, is telling him things like, uh, you slept with whores, you slept with men, you're, you're, and, uh, you know, Chris is, accuses his dad of killing his brother, really. And they fight and fucking good for Chris Peacemaker. He gets the kill shot in the head and then just breaks down. Well, there's a oh, callback yeah. line before that where Vigilante... Oh, said, the gaps he, in the armor. Gaps in the armor. Yeah. Yeah. He mentioned that when they first saw the armor. Yeah, and he jumps and on that Because he's the one that kind of stops White Eagle from killing yeah. his son. White Dragon. White Dragon. <laughs> White Dragon. Yes, White Dragon. I also enjoyed that White Dragon is like, thinks of this all in biblical terms. Yes. So he keeps, he talk, he's quoting the Bible yep, and yep. like talking about Adam and being tested. Yep. So he like definitely, you know, as any good villain should thinks of himself as the hero in his own story. But then Chris has that line, that moment, that epiphany. He's like, everything you said is wrong, except for, yes, I am a piece of shit for listening to you all these years. And he's like, come on, you're not going to shoot me. He just fucking starts uh, swearing at him and calling him names, and then bam. I also loved Economos mowing down all the white, the hooded guys with the fucking machine well, He's gun. just now a badass yeah, character, he's, huh? He's, ah, he just fucking shoots them all. He got a taste, <laughs> he got a taste of it. And he liked it. Uh, yeah, we find out Adebayo ran a dog shelter before this. She clearly was not uh, prepared for this job, but I love the moment. Hardcore is like, you know what? You're good at this job, though. Uh, and then you were talking about the vets. I love when they all decide hardcore leads. And then the vets have the gun. They're like, let's do this. And they're like, no, no, <laughs> you're going to die. You can't go. You have to, we have to tie you up. 
<laughs> well, Vigilante like wants to kill them. They convince him not to, and then they're going to tie him up, and, and he's like, oh, well, yeah. like, he's like very particular about what you're going to tie them up <laughs> yes. with because he doesn't want to ruin their skin. He's like, don't use duct tape because it's going to pull it. And Economos is like, wait, so you're compassionate about tape but not brutally murdering people? He just goes, yes. <laughs> Vigilante had some fucking great lines. When he's peeing... And Economist finds him, and he's like, why are your pants all the way down? He goes, I can't pee if there's clothes touching my butt. This is fucking great. Oh, I my wrote God. down one. He said, I forget when he said, they were calling to see if like everyone would participate. Yeah. And he goes, hashtag me too. Yeah, he goes, hashtag me too. That was great to <laughs> like, himself. Yeah, totally out of context. When Chris like, starts crying, he's like, this is a weird time to be doing your face exercises, but you do have he a He tried to face. console him, and yes. it was really awkward. He goes, tender touching, tender touching. He is a fucking psychopath. This man oh, is a, a fucking psychopath. I can't, that's an insane character. He's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to kill this vet and this nurse and this male nurse. She's like, you could just call them two nurses. He's like, what? He's <laughs> like, what is it like to be a male nurse? Uh, anyways, Eagly is st- is stitched up. Adebayo is in. They're all in. Mern is dead. Well, but Adebayo and and Peacemaker still have shit to work oh, out. Oh, like, yeah. He's just doing this. He doesn't want anything to do she with her. She did betray him, and she said sorry, but he's like, I can't wait till it's over, so I'm to see your stupid face again. It's also not a James Gunn show if you don't have a slow walk for the team oh yeah walking towards the camera with the eagle yeah the slow yeah. motion walk like in suicide squad he did the same suicide thing. squad yeah and there's always an animal walking towards the screen oh, it's either it a, raccoon a raccoon or a weasel yeah. or, or a tree eagle. yeah that's always something that's cgi eagle is pretty fucking bad. remarkable oh my god is it who, what's cuter eagly or grogu what do you think I, it's close uh, i'd lean grogu you lean grogu still i don't know eagly he's grown up I was like, but Eagle is like an unexpectedly like yeah. whoa. What what's cool though too about the show is like White Dragon didn't look like complete shit. Yeah, like he looked he looked like a legit like they they, they definitely when they needed to spend they spent or if they if if they're not spending a ton they're doing their best they can with what they got. That could have looked really CW, you know, yeah. and it didn't. Right in spots it was a little spotty, but overall it was much better than I thought it would be. Uh, the cow. Ass, and then we see the cow. Describe this thing. Uh, it's not the titties that I wanted, but they they're are titties. titties. Getting milk there. <laughs> there are little. <laughs> they're little titties. So like you know oh, the titties on, on a dog. Yeah, like, after those a dog's head. Uh, uh, I wanted like human titties, but it, like no, yeah, they're, it does they're look doggy like titties. Doggy James Gunn delivered titties for you, but he never said you'd like them. Yeah. Now, how would you describe <laughs> That's this? Exactly thing? what James Gunn Rux, likes to what do. What is this thing? What does it look like? I don't like? know. It looks like it looks like like a slug or something, but like yeah. with with a human face. Wait, it's got a mouth and giant black eyes and smaller black eyes. And yeah. it's so huge. They're in a ra- let's just set up the finale. They're in a race to kill this thing. They're about to teleport this thing. Like. Right. The 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 fucking butterflies because they retain memories know that they're coming. So they're going to try to teleport this thing out of there and if they teleport it out they no one will know where that where this yeah. thing is and the butterflies will proliferate and take over so it's just basically a race against the clock for the the team to go and kill this thing that's where we left off and yeah what what where they what did happen to judo master at the end they just beat him up and then left him right i think he's well they, he he ambushed hardcore right, out of bio right. but then out of bio tased oh, the fuck out of right. him in his in his like injury that's right she's like rope a dope motherfucker and she got him yeah they 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 uh yeah they they tag teamed it. So I don't know if they took him. They probably didn't take him with him. I feel like he's gonna pop in last minute and fucking he knows something. He has important what did information. He, 
He had, yeah, he was like, you, it's not what you think yeah, with these guys. So I'm trying to still figure out if there's any, if there's any angle on these butterflies that we're still, we still need to discover. So they are, have, they're bad. They are the villains. They have bad intentions. They, they're, they're bad, but they might not be like, they might be also heroes in their own story. Like they might be thinking they're doing something good. For the, right. Well, just like human beings, they are all over the place, and there's people who want to take over this planet. And they're so generally, the this faction that we're following is yeah, it's evil. They they, they want to they want to control the earth. Mm-hmm. So th- these particular guys that we're following, they might be a dissenter to like you know another like, uh, dissenter, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, these guys definitely are not up to good shit. That's why I'm surprised that Waller has not shown up. I really think that. Maybe she'll show up in this last episode. What do you think? Maybe at the uh, very. I think so. End. I think she's definitely showing up, and she's got her whole own her because little. Because they got to close well. up uh, the daughter story as yeah, well. Yeah. You know. Well, you know what's with speaking of closing up. Unlike shows we've talked about in the past, this show like there are things that close up, but I don't feel like coming into episode eight that it's overwhelmingly no, like no. all these loose ends that are, have to be tied up that they can't do. No, in fact, like, I feel like yeah. they're in a good spot where like we can kind of just sit back and enjoy the last episode yeah. and and just have fun with it. I mean, if you look at the promo for next week, it's basically them. They found the the farm and it's their attack and their approach and how they're going to take it down. There's another shot of the fucking cow uh, that it lingers on and it's fucking creepy. So you know, what the, you know what this show needed to do? It needed to spend two episodes on Rat Catcher. Yes. But, and, <laughs> then, and then another two episodes on Bloodsport for yeah. no reason. And then come back and finish then up Then come here. back. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> no, they didn't do that. But this is, I mean, I think it's going to well, be. Well, this is what happens when you actually have those two episodes to play with. Now you got enough room, enough. You, you, you killed off the the bad guy that you needed for Chris to, to kill, which is his dad. Right. Now that's closed up. Yep. He can, you can have an epilogue of that. Like you don't just stop the movies over. Boom. At the end there, he shoots his dad and then the, the show is over. You've got a whole other episode that you can kind of deal with some of those things. And it's, it's fine. Like it's good to have a little bit of, but then now they focused in on the one thing on the last episode, you well, know, and unlike the sh- on something we're going to talk about later, but this show's done the work, right? Like yep. it was about peacemaker, but they introduced this cast around him of people that you learn to invest in, care about, you know, economos, Mern, Adebayo, Harcourt, all these people. And then we also know the threat. We know that the threat is these butterflies. We know that they want to take over the world. We know, what they're doing and how to stop everything them. So is like, explicit everything is on the and table. clear yeah. and you can follow it and it makes sense unlike the show unlike a show we're going to talk we're about later. talk about later when adams decides that he wants to watch the thing we're going to review the show yes. with. <laughs> yeah. no i he decided to do his homework i'm psyched for i think that it's going to be a fun action-packed crazy finale i can't wait to see more from vigilante he's just he's one of my favorite characters off this show now he's such a fucking psycho it's great it's just it's just like a nice little like i wouldn't say this is the greatest show i've ever seen but it's a nice little gem that you just didn't for me at least i didn't expect it to be like this i didn't i I liked peacemaker's character when they said they're gonna make a show around the character i was like maybe you want to know what this show is the reason why we like it so much is because it's competent at everything that it's trying to yeah. do. It's trying to be funny. Yeah. It is funny. It's trying to be gross. It is gross. Emotional. <laughs> it gets the emotion in the heart. Yeah, it tries to do certain things with emotion and like setting up like little like uh, relationships and this and that. And it's successful in doing that. The chemistry that they have, they establish. It seems like it always works on screen. It's not being forced. Like, 
every character fits the character. Like yep. his dad yep. fits that character like to the T, right? Like yeah. you don't there's no like they're not they have to massage anything really. And like so everything works. And so it's competently done. And that's that's what's you know. Yeah, that that's a, that's actually it's a good point. Like competence alone. Yeah. yeah. Like it's something that's so overlooked. Yeah. But like just pure competence alone by by the creators and the cast and the directors like that alone will just make a show okay at least like you you've done enough already because most that's shows that are that's the basics written, though i mean that should right, be but the most basics. shows don't have any. Yeah. Well, it's hard most to, like, creations yeah. have no competence i think that when you have a procedural show yeah like that's like like uh, like a fucking ncis right. it's like it's easy to be competent because that's such a formulaic thing you sure. really it's on autopilot but when you're trying to do something, let's like, say Peacemaker, it's like out of left field. There's nothing like quite like it. And now you gotta you gotta you know wrestle this thing to the ground. But you gotta and you're going for all these different little like pockets of of entertainment. You're going for like laughs. You're going for gross out. You're going for violence. You gotta nail all those things, and you gotta direct it well, and you have to write it well, and the characters that you have to introduce people into characters. So it's not an easy thing to do than like a procedural. That's mm-hmm. basic, like basic competence, you know, like you watch, you know, fucking any of these murder shows or fucking low on order. Like it's, they're very competent, but they have, they're like literally like, well, it's easy. It's the same shit every week. Yeah. They're following yeah. a recipe, but I think it's definitely carved itself into its niche really well. Like for me, it's up there as one of the better superhero shows I've seen. Will there be enough time though in the next episode for uh, peacemaker and hardcore to bang? That is a very uh, important question. You're not going to bang. That needs to be addressed because they, they were, might make out. Okay, the little kissy kissy is good. Uh, I want to see a little kissy. Maybe want, finger banging. I, want a little. Little. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think it's you think James Gunn is secure enough to let John Cena to to manhandle his wife? Absolutely, oh, yeah. he's a cock. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to let him do it and he wants to be there when yeah, it happens. Yeah, he wants to be. And I will yeah. film it. You know what? I'm still filming. Just keep going. This isn't in the script. Just go. It's fine. Everyone get leave the room. That's what's gonna happen. I'm putting out my own Pam and Tommy tape. Uh, Man, we get we get we get Adam to go for just a little fucking and and Imran's just on full like (laughs) 1.5 speed. Uh, I gotta fill in the gap so we can get back to Adam. All right, that's enough of the Peacemaker. I'm excited. We will be back next week for the finale. Uh, But right now, I'm excited. I'm excited, dude. I can't wait to see. I want to see more. And I can't wait to see what the next show is that he's spinning off and how different it's going to be. So good stuff. Let's take a break here. We're going to play some promos. And when we come back, Adam will be here back again to entertain us uh, as we talk about the finale of the Book of Boba Fett right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey there, everyone. Brian here, host of TV Trivia Pod. It's a trivia-style podcast focusing on TV and movies. Listen in for questions like, what's the name of Michael Scott's screenplay? What do you say to view the Marauder's map? And what's everyone eating in the post credit scene of Avengers? Play along to TV Trivia Pod anywhere you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more trivia! Have you ever been reading through a sack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what this Arkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. 
So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Listener, if you've been enjoying the show, consider joining our fan club over on Patreon. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! And uh, you will be supporting us. You will help keep the show going, coming out every week. And you get stuff based on the tier you pick. You get access to a bonus RSS feed, a bonus podcast feed with bonus content. The shows come out early. And you get access to our monthly Discord hangouts, which are a lot of fun. Uh, the next one is next week, February 24th, Thursday, Jeez. 8 p.m. I know, it's a month already. It goes by so I, quickly. So fast. I, we just did it, and it's now next week, February 24th, 8 p.m. Central Time. Sign up, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon, and you can come geek out with us. It's a lot of fun. Let's get to the Book of Boba Fett finale. Here are your spoiler alerts. Come on, baby. Do the magic hand thing. We have reached the final chapter of the book of Boba Fett, chapter seven, titled In the Name of Honor. Uh, This one, again, the whole series written by Jon Favreau. This one directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yay. Lame. A name that used to be exciting to read, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Now, I am not so sure. Anthony, uh, catch us up. What happens in the finale? Uh, well, we finally decide to get back to the book of Boba Fett after. Well, I forgot he was in this show. Yeah, maybe I, I heard this online, but I'm going to steal it. More like the what? The pamphlet? It's the pamphlet Boba of Fett. Boba Fett. Yeah, it's the uh, mini haiku. Yeah. I don't know. What are we talking about? Boba <laughs> Fett. Uh, so there's this upcoming war that Boba Fett's been preparing for in the town of uh, Mo something. And he's needed to recruit an army to face off the Pike Sim- Syndicate. And the entire episode is this kind of battle of the Alamo. They're outgunned. They need reinforcements. How are they ever going to win? That type of bullshit. And we'll just leave it at that and just get into this, get into the actual discussion. Oh, by the way, Adam is back. Hi, Adam. Hey. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's excited, still here. Excited to be back for this. Adam, are you, you a Star Wars guy? Uh, yeah, okay. He's just a guy. <laughs> just a guy. <laughs> just a guy. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> give us your thoughts uh, on the show so far in this episode. Uh, start us out. Overall thoughts. What's going on? Hey, here? I, well, I have a question right out of the gates. On, yes. On uh, what is the spice exactly? Is it a you drug? Yeah, I think it's a drug. Uh, I think to it's cumin. Hair. It looks like cumin or turmeric. <laughs> Sprinkle no, it on. That's that's uh, just not established. Like, yeah, I imagine okay. it's like a heroin. I don't know if you snort it or smoke it or dilute it. I don't know what the fuck you I do think with you put it. it in like, your butthole. I feel like they watch Dune <laughs> and they're like, asshole. hey, let's just do spice. They just, no, he let's stole, just do spice. He stole that and didn't even bother to change the fucking name is how lazy Lucas was in this instance of taking yeah. things from Dune. Okay. So. Yeah, they should have called mm. it something fun. Like, yeah, like lice or spouse. Like space crack. Or space crack, you know? yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like when in Avatar, they, space crack. In Avatar they called the, uh, the the element that no one could get unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the, yeah. 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 On the yeah. nose there with that name. Yeah. But it works. Not as on the nose as, uh, what was it, Transformium? In, uh, yeah, Transformers? Yeah, like, oh, no. fuck yeah. no shit upium, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> just call it the shit. Oh, we got the shit. We got to run the shit through here. Yeah. Bird shit. I feel like, um, so the book of Boba Fett, is there a book that I missed somewhere? Why is it even called this? A book he was writing something Boba- at the end. I mean, <laughs> if, even poem. if it's like metaphorically speaking, you would assume that he had a lineage to his name, right? And we're kind of right. like reading about how epic this guy is, except for we're getting the... We're getting like the geriatric Boba Fett who's, you know, he's in the retirement home and he's he's yelling about his misadventures, but he can only remember the last 20 years and they're really lame. <laughs> My soup's too hot. Yeah, he's eating a lot in this show. I remember when I was 60 years old and <laughs> These plants need watering and they're too hot. You want to talk about plants being hot? I was in a goddamn Sarlacc pit for like 30 years. <laughs> I uh, got out. No problem. Uh, you want to talk the, about chafing? Oh. Did they stick the landing <laughs> here, uh, Adam, on this last episode? <laughs> they didn't stick the they didn't leave the runway to begin <laughs> with. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> OK. Yeah. This is so weird. Why would you do a second bounty hunter show when you created your own awesome one that everyone loves? That's my first just like puzzle piece. I can't quite put together. That's the second question. thing is. Boba Fett, okay, I'm I'm not like one of those guys that thought Boba Fett was cool. I remember him getting bitch fucked in the back and flying into a Sarlacc pit by a blinded Han Solo who didn't even know he did it. It was like a Benny Hill sketch. Um, <laughs> it was only missing the like <laughs> when he goes into the pit. Mm-hmm. What what people liked about him though was he was like this this background character who was mysterious and cool. And uh, you could tell he just didn't take shit from anyone. I think he even mouthed off kind of uh, at Darth Vader at one point. Yeah. So we decided to make him like a, like an old dude who's out of shape, kind of doesn't want to wear his helmet ever. And nobody knows who he is. He doesn't even seem like he's the best bounty hunter in the tri-state area (laughs) on the block there. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> and I don't get the motivations of this character. He's like, I'm going to go clean. I'm going to I'm going to become a crime lord, but I'm not going to become a crime lord. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like he watched like the first 20 minutes of Godfather and never like finished the movie. Yeah, it, it really like if he wanted to like retire and get out of crime, then like there's no reason for him to be a daimyo. Whatever the yeah, fuck and, that and, is. And the only place I believe that he went to, the only establishment was that casino tavern. Right. And he it blew up. Like, he didn't yeah, even that's... protect the one place that he was going to protect. <laughs> we couldn't save Jennifer Beale, for fuck's sake. She looked amazing. You know, God, she was that, about that place that I, I never pointed this out, but when you walk into that place, they ask you if you want your helmet polished. Yeah, can I polish your yeah. helmet? Is that a Star <laughs> yeah, Wars like, euphemism? Please polish my helmet. That's, all that's you absolutely a sexual innuendo. That's, yeah. Star Wars absolutely. that's what they call it in Star Wars. Let's hmm. get my helmet polished in spaceship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that's yeah, my so, favorite cantina. So I wasn't really invested. The first couple episodes, I I was like, okay, I'll give this a chance. I'll see what Disney has to say about this character. And they didn't have much to say at all. And they decided to switch gears and... You know, the 20 minutes of him chilling out in a, a Banta tank. Is that what it's called? Bacta. 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 I'm sorry. Not captivating. So then we had to switch over to the good show, Mandalorian, by episode five. 
completely out of nowhere, too, right? There's no lead-in at all to this character. I just could not believe they did this. So not only did you did you make a show that most people don't really care to even watch, you then took the one everybody and their mom likes, and you shoved the entire second act of their plot into it, making it required watching. That's how you get them to watch. Boom, It's insane. <laughs> I had so many friends and family, even my wife and daughter, didn't watch Boba because they're like, I don't want to watch this jackass. <laughs> we already watched Mando. Is, is it, here's what my wife said exactly. Is Baby Yoda in this show? Otherwise, I don't care. Uh, well, 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 season si- uh, episode well, six and seven come it. around. I'm like, yeah. hey, you got to watch this episode. <laughs> and she's like, what? Like, yeah. They, yeah. I'm not going to tell you why. Just, just watch. Yeah, because if you start season yeah. three of Mando and you didn't watch this, you're going to be very confused. How the fuck are they back together? Does it even undermine that whole emotional it's so moment bad. at it's the end of season two? It's just bad from the get-go because, you, like Adam said, they already had the Mandalorian. They made the Mandalorian to replace Boba Fett, and then they threw Boba Fett in there as a side character in Mando, and then all of a sudden give him his own show, and he should have just always been like a secondary character in Mando. Like another Mandalorian, right? Somebody to like, exp- like do some exposition and talk about like Mandalore and, and, and maybe his dad and get some, you know, some of that old stuff that were happening around the Clone Wars in yeah. there. But like, they didn't do that. They decided to, oh, we're gonna sh- do this thing where he's, you know, becoming a crime lord, and and, and it was just not interesting at all. So they just were screwed from the get-go. Why didn't they do the Boba Fett that the fans of that character want? Why didn't they make him John Wick in space, going around freaking kicking Young ass Boba. back in the 80s? I think that's you know? a Disney thing. I really think that's Disney. The show's made for kids. Like, clearly, that's what Disney told them. Like, make this show for kids, I think, because that's how it comes off. Uh, well, it I, came I think, off like that by the last episode, for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think, as I said last week... This show has been a failure as a Boba Fett show. It's a decent Mando show. But now that I've watched the last episode, I think it actually, by including Mandalorian in this, it actually weakens both. 100%. You, you have to, now you're asking your fans to watch this shitty Boba Fett show to catch up on stuff for Mandalorian to get in. Like all that stuff should have been explored in season three of Mandalorian. Instead, they used it to prop up this jackass Boba Fett. One of the things that really frustrated me throughout the season and made it even more frustrating by the end is I'd been talking about how Boba Fett's motivation to be whatever the hell he is. I don't know what he's exactly leading because he's supposed to be a crime lord, yet he's removing the spice. So how exactly is he making any money Mm. in for this town, I have no idea Pimpin what he's hose, doing. Pimpin' man. Where's, I don't know what do? he's Yeah, I guess. He's the most benevolent crime lord I've ever seen in my yeah. life. And they throw in this little throwaway line where it's like, you find out the Pikes killed the Tusken Raiders, right? So you're like, oh, they're like, they're, the writers are like, oh, we, we just made this real personal because the mm-hmm. Pikes killed the Tusken Raiders. But you're like, Boba Fett's whole motivation for being... Uh, a leader, the crime lord, has nothing to do with the Tusken Raiders. He's literally sitting on a campfire with Fennec Shen going, tired of being taken advantage of, time to do something different. It's like that Tusken Raider thing was like supposed to be this super personal thing. It's not personal at all. No. We don't even like understand who the Pikes are, what they're, what Spice does, how much of a threat they are. And then the entire episode or the, the entire leading up to this episode, you're going into like, man, it's going to be a gigantic war. 
It's going to be a war. And then the pikes show up and there's like 25 pikes. <laughs> it's like a yeah. small and war. They, very small. And, war. and then the, 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 the backup comes from whatever town Vance is and it's like 10 guys. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, what a war. Yeah. We were, we're fighting in this town. And it like a letdown every block looks like the other block because we didn't have enough money to make a whole fucking set. So none of this town actually looks lived in. We don't really know. Like we could probably run around the corner. Like there's one there's one part where in the beginning, Boba Fett has like three different groups of people stationed. And it's like it's this is a war, right? So you got like two Gamorrean guards stationed <laughs> one place yes. and you got five teenagers <laughs> and you got one Wookiee. Wow. Yeah, that's not going to do it. What a war. And they, when they show up, they're not very helpful at all. No. They're entirely a, not very good at And this. then everyone's just shooting each other and it, just fucking you know missing. I'll, I'll say this, like, they could have made that work if it was shot better. Yeah. And there was, it was there. They put some thought into how they staged this whole thing to create like tension. Robert like, Rodriguez was like, too busy making people spin for no reason. Like, you have, have, like, like there's a <laughs> lot of these movies that take place in a garage or something where like in, in one very small confined space, but they're very like, like thrilling. Like Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, because how are they shot, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you can, doesn't matter, the location and how big it is doesn't really matter if you shoot it right. And Robert Rodriguez, I think he's dropped the ball this whole time. And um, I, I think that... um. He shouldn't direct any more episodes, uh, especially action oriented ones where they need like a sophisticated uh, person to do this. Like, he just doesn't have it. Like the shots look childish. They, they look like B level, like, mm. sh- sh- like shots. They were like they're with not, toys. they were like, you just remember, toys. like if you, if you take um, Cad Bane yeah. from the other episode yeah. where he comes in and he's like misty and shit. Yeah. And like he, he, the way he way his face is positioned in the shot and you just see the bottom of his mouth and all that stuff. And the way he's shot, it just makes him look so scary. And then literally in this one, he's walking through the town and he just looks like a guy in cosplay. Like <laughs> it's like not done well. Like he, he just doesn't know how to put the camera in the right place to, to create that, that cinematic experience. Yeah, but you got shades of like El Mariachi and Desperado, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough, and there well, was action, but it was it didn't land. You didn't earn well, it. Nobody cared because, for me at least, I think for a lot of people, you don't care about anyone on screen. Yeah. So you can have all these like cool set pieces, but if I don't care, if I don't understand what the pikes are, if I don't give a shit about Boa Fett, if I don't give a damn thing about any of his fucking crew, like none of this, it's just empty noise. I'm just seeing things happen on screen. Like for instance, you have this Cad Bane Boba Fett battle, and they're like hinting at all this history, but we never saw any of this history. So then it's like a, supposed to be a big moment that he kills Cad Bane yeah. or Cad Bane, whatever the fuck his name is. But Cad Bane didn't kill the Tuscan Raiders. Why do I give a fuck if Cad Bane dies? Like that's just poor ass writing. And then the person that actually kills the people responsible yes. the cat for the Tuscan Raiders, it's Fennec Shan. Like what that. the fuck are we doing? What, like what kind of writing Boba is this? doesn't even get the revenge kill on the pikes. And by the way, Fennec Shan just sniped them all and hung the mayor from the, why didn't she fucking just do that in the first episode? Well, hey, you could have just killed them all the whole time. You tell her, you could have just taken them out. Wanted to, I think she wanted to, but Boba's such a dipshit. It's like, no, we're going to talk this over. No, this, whole, kill. No. This, whole, this whole thing is just a series of Boba Fett screwing up. Didn't the yeah. entire town turn on him? Like on a dime? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't yeah. protect anyone. I don't, Another, he's yeah. just a failure all around. 
Wow. Well, he's a, he's a flaming dumbass because right. that his that the town turning on him, well, you could see from a mile away, and he was banking on this truce that he had negotiated with them in the prior episode. With no anyone leverage. With, like, with no leverage yeah, at yeah. all. With no leverage, and everyone, anyone with a clue would be like, yeah, they're going to turn on you, you asshole. Yeah. You've been ruling for all of three minutes. Yeah, you don't do Get the fuck yeah. out of here. I will say, I did care about exactly two people in the show, okay. and I think they killed them. Probably. But it it was two shots, and they were gone and never mentioned again. That was the two green org guys. I don't know their names or their alien race. The go- the guards? Yeah, the, the guards. guards. Oh, yeah. I love the Gamorrean guards from Return of the Jedi. They were pushed off a cliff. I think they're dead. I was sad about that, too. <laughs> Who's a big-ass cliff? I know. It's a very they, large cliff. I don't know where the fuck they were. They don't even talk about it. No, I know. <laughs> no. And I love no, the Gamorreans. Nobody gives a shit. I, I had no. the toy of them. was like... All right, I'm going to put my two most loyal guards. I'm just going to completely fuck them and put them against like an entire army of guys. <laughs> they just shove them yeah. over. They're so big and <laughs> yeah. bottom heavy that they got can't slow. It really was ill conceived, like yeah. to the to the most like highest degree of of just ineptness. Like I don't understand like how bad. Like I can imagine like twenty thousand different directors doing this better. Like, like literally anyone can do this better than what we saw. Well, it's not just the directing, though. This story was so ill-conceived so from the bad. beginning. I mean, the fact that Grogu came back, we, we should probably go in order of this episode yes, because there's just because so much to talk about. That was the best stuff was always when Mando and Grogu come back. So anyways, leading up to that, you know, the club is burnt. And they stake it out and they don't want to leave, which is also a dumb move because that's just a bad position to be in a burnt club. Uh, anyways, yeah. <laughs> we were like, why are we staying here? What the fuck are you doing? So an X-Wing Uber shows up with R2 driving uh, and drops off Grogu. Uh, and so he, he, I guess he chose Mando, but he's kind of both. I mean, he's using the Force. He's still a Jedi and a Mandalorian. I love when Pelly was like, Grogu, that's a horrible name. That was yeah. kind of funny. Uh, She's probably the only character that I enjoyed. Strangers with episode. candy. Amy Sedaris is fantastic. <laughs> also, you know David Pasquese, who played the 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 mayor's dude, who's hilarious in this. They were together in Strangers, both in Strangers with Candy. Oh, I think that was so, the only scene in this episode I genuinely liked was Grogu just sitting there eating something. The little yeah, the little <laughs> lizard. He's like, he needs yeah. to eat. I like the Rancor beating up the thing. That was pretty cool, but that was it. Unearned, uh, but yeah, it was fine. So the Rancor shit was kind of interesting because you had hints of like Kaiju and King Kong homages. But I, what I find interesting is at that point, Boba flies off and he doesn't bring his fucking ship that has guns on it. No. He brings the fucking Rancor. That would have been, that would have solved this in one second. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Shh, don't you say, can't oh, sorry. say that. Sorry. It's the, gu- it's the fire spray gunship one now. <laughs> it's the fire spray. Fire spray. I didn't even get the name right. I don't even is know what it, the fuck it's called. Is it made that's by the, Axe? Is I don't know would, what is it. I was going to say that sounds like an STD. Fire, it's the fire spray. What is it? Like your dick fella. I shoot dicks coming out. Fire's coming out of my dick. Uh so yeah, he the that the rancor looked great and it was kind of I mean, it, it was fun to see <laughs> it. That was a joke I, grenade. I'm sorry. You run. Uh, the Rancor, I mean, I, I'll give them credit, them credit. Like, they look like they use, like, a little bit of stop motion. Yeah. Like, it looked like it had that feel. So I was, said that in my review fine. as well. Yeah, I, I did, oh, like, did, I did yeah. like how they animated it. I Here's a question. Why does he have a Rancor to begin with? Why did the twins just give him that? I know. That's so weird. They just gave him that. And then I thought there was going to be some kind of a, 
like a, a like a hitch to it or something. Like, like maybe they sudden- trained it to fuck him up after they left, right. or maybe they're yeah. they're like showing a power play. Like we'll be back for this, but then they never come back again. No, it's like a- well, you you normally this is like writing one one, right? Like he wants to ride it, yeah. So it's like well, let's show him like oh, training that to nice ride to see this. A bit of instead, do. we got two episodes. Yeah. Of Mandalorian instead. That's why I'm saying it was. That's why I'm saying it was unearned. They don't. He never learns how to ride it. So why are you no. able to do this? And then Mando does right. it anyways without the training. Yeah, well, he gets tossed off. But yeah, why do they shoot it? Yeah. and then everybody shoots it. Yeah. <laughs> why do they? Yeah. Why do the? Why do the? Uh, the teenagers decide? You know what our best Let's bet is to like monster. do for this rancor that saved our yes. life. Let's shoot. I didn't it. get that. And then I don't know why when you see the fucking shields on those Scorpionic droids, why are you wasting all of your ammo? Clearly, it's not going to get through. And These then not strong. shoot it when the shields go down. <laughs> yes, and then they stop shooting. Yeah. I, well, back to the huts. I kind of feel like well, they, they went to Star Troop, uh, Stormtroopers, Star, Starship Trooper School. I feel like yeah. the huts are like this weird, rich, eccentric people, and like it's just a gift you get from a weird rich guy. You'd be like, "Here, I get brought you a tiger." I don't know why. Here you go. I had a spare. Why, why are the huts even in this? I don't know, but they were my favorite characters. I love them, and then they <laughs> yeah, just—they're never back because of the, the, the huts are in this. So like it's teased, but I'm saying like it's teased. Like the huts are a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like the, the Kardashians. Are they are of like Mos the Kardashians. You have Clatoonians and Kardashians <laughs> in, right. in Star Wars. Absolutely. How awesome would that be? Like a car- keeping up with the huts, <laughs> and it's up it's, with set, the and it's like reality, reality TV style stuff. shaky oh. cam. Oh, Disney, you need to make this right now. So this will save. You've got you've you've got big athletes dating the huts and it's just like what is going on? Kanye, you got like Shaq Kanye in a West hut. is like in there in yeah. between trying to Speaking of Kanye West, he is melting down. Oh, yeah, that's another yeah, that's a different what else Rebo, is new? Rebo Max or what's the Max Rebo, name? yeah. Max the, Rebo uh, should be in there too. He he's just he's just in there because he's the house band. Yeah, the <laughs> I mean, was there anything else you guys liked? Like, I'll mention one thing: when Grogu sees Mando and he just leaps into his arms. Yeah, that was that was that was great. But that shouldn't have been in this. No, this no. could have been it, a B storyline in Mando season three easily, which is probably what. Or leave Boba Fett fucking dead and show us young Boba Fett. It, Maybe yeah, I was watching this uh, episode. I just felt like it was very like. There was times I was like tuned in yeah. and like watching it and like locked in, and there was times I was like. Uh, just like beside myself, like with like, I don't know what's going on. This is bad. And um, when you ask me, like, is there anything that I like? There's little things that I thought were cool. But like overall, like you have like Fennec Shan disappear for the end of the, yeah, like, the right. last part of the episode. Of yeah. You have this like one cool scene where like uh, they send that guy out to, to stall. And uh, yes, both Mando and him come flying. That was great. That was awesome. And that was it. Like it was cool for like two seconds yeah. and then it gets big. Back to being shitty again. The Rancor so. ate a dude. I was waiting for that, so I checked that box off. I was like, the Rancor's got to eat somebody. I mean, they had that like moment where like <laughs> the uh, Power Rangers have to like save the day. They are so know. Use- useless. These fucking kids can't <laughs> he do did shit. A spin. Had- he, he did, did a spin. But he was already facing the direction he needed to shoot. <laughs> it was misdirection. It was misdirection. Where am I going? I'm over here. I'm gonna now shoot I'm over back here. here. Nope. I'm shooting. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the tweet. The tweet of that was literally like, "This is why Robert Rodriguez should never direct <laughs> anything again." And you just see that guy spinning around. It's like, oh, yeah, he's spinning. BK, Why? you see BK and his foot is basically snapped at the ankle. And the next time you see him, he's running fine. No problem. Who's, who is BK? Uh, Black, Black chrysanthemum. chrysanthemum. Oh, Black Chrysanthemum, yeah. yes. I like how the Rancor takes 8,000 shots from blasters, but then a little tiny blowtorch. Flamethrower, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a tiny little blowtorch. That, that's enough. He's like, I'm out. Ah! I'm out. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck I'm out of here. King Kong. 
His finger was bigger than the flame, but that's too much for him. <laughs> I, I love the subtlety in showing that Grogu has force powers because they have him save the day twice. twice. Yeah, God, that was so sword. bad. Like, just do it. It was once, so bad. Guys. He sits there. <laughs> And you're like, holy shit, he's going to, like, implode this thing. It's going right. to be epic. And he, like, pulls a bolt off of his leg. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was that? He's still training. Don't, don't, don't have him there. Don't have him there. So, he, yeah, he chose. Is he done? Is he booted out of the Jedi school? He's not going to be the first student, and it's all. I, 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 just, I love I'm that you're so thinking about the ramifications of this. Yeah, this I'm, I'm kind of, like, fucking pissed over here thinking about how, <laughs> how many ways this could. I'm getting like Last Jedi flashbacks, and oh, it's boy. killing me. Oh boy! How hard is oh. it to have Luke Skywalker and Grogu come down together and just open up shop on these assholes? Yeah, like no one cares about any of this force shit of like pulling out a little intricate bolt from a leg. They want to see some spectacle. What do you mean that when the when the Dudes from the other town came through. That was spectacle. We had seven guys dressed as cowboys. Rolling yeah, through. Blown up. What was what was Cad Bane's end game here? He waits until the war until he's basically lost. Like they're all dead. And he's like, now's a good time. He just walks uh, up and there's nobody around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now that I'm surrounded and my everything I had to, you know, work for is gone. There's no profit for him. Now I'll go out. I love that he asked him, what's your angle? Which is the thing I've we yeah. all been asking the whole time. Like, what yeah. is the point of this show? And he, Bubba really doesn't have a good answer. Well, yeah, they're like hinting at, oh, man, look at this inner turmoil that Boba Fett's going through. Is he still a killer or is he like not a killer? But it's like this guy, this guy couldn't kill shit. What are you talking <laughs> he about? He's them. fat. Although he's fat and out of shape. I don't know if he's dead because he stabs him and there's like a beeping, which Who usually cares? means that. Yeah. yeah, but Cad Bane is they, this badass Jedi killer. He was old. Yeah, they do all this like the mystery to like introduce this character, and then they just kill him. And they and, like, just unceremoniously so kill him. And, I, like, I didn't know who this character was. I'd never watched the Clone Wars either. or anything, so I was like, "Oh, this guy is kind of cool." And as I said, I, I made uh, my wife Lindsay and uh, our daughter watch this one because of Grogu, and uh, they didn't. They couldn't even make it through the last episode because it was just so bad. Oh my god. And, uh, and she's like, hey, what happened to the cool guy, the, the blue dude? I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, he died. He's gone. <laughs> he's he's dead. You know how you make this episode better and impactful? You go back and you watch 12 hours of Clone Wars and Rebels. And then you come <laughs> back and you'll be like, oh, I get it now. But even then, like they, it felt like the show was just like built on this mystery of Bo- like the, the allure of making a Boba Fett show. But then it was like everything I would see online. I'm a non-Spart Star Wars fan, Adam, just so sure. you know. Everything I would see online was like, oh, man, it's so cool. They're bringing back this character from the books and this yeah. one from the shows. But I was like, as a f- person just watching this at face value, I don't know anything mm-hmm. about these guys. You're not giving me any depth. And then you're killing them. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, what? What? why did we even do this? It, What's it, the it point? feels like it's bad from every angle, right? If you're a hardcore fan of Star Wars and you, if you've, you've digested all of those things, the books and the shows, you would assume you'd want characters like Cad Bane or Cadbury Egg, or whatever his name is, <laughs> to be a badass like he was right. in the yes. series. And then for newcomers like you and I, who don't know anything outside of the, the mainline movies, okay, this guy's interesting and mysterious, and he's gone. Yep. That doesn't service anyone, and the story absolutely suffers when you're just going to throw in Easter egg characters and nothing more. Yep. I completely agree. Yeah, I don't know how this show ended. It's just up a disappointment. It's you know the fact those like the 
Can you imagine that like creative room? Like I that that room they wrote themselves into a hole because they made Mandalorian what basically what Boba Fett I think should right, have been. Right. And then they're now they're coming up with like this story and yeah, like I would have preferred as as Adam said, like him just going through space and being this fucking badass bounty hunter, or maybe he's like a crime lord like the godfather like I don't know, but to to go this route, I would have done just, young Boba Fett. Yeah, that's the, what I mean, that's what yeah. I would do. Imagine yeah. John Wick, Boba Fett. The, the, yeah. the entire galaxy is scared of this dude, and he's yeah. going around. Mm-hmm. You're on. You're the marker. God, could you imagine if if the first episode isn't even from uh, Boba Fett's perspective, but of his target, and the guy is just in panic mode. He's like scrambling to get off of off, off of the planet. He's pushing people, and you just see. Bubba in the uh, Booba 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 Boy in the distance, just a silhouette or a shadow, just getting closer and closer. I mean, it could be like a T one thousand scenario, right? Yeah, God, absolutely. But no, we got um, we got dinner in the park with the uh, <laughs> with the Sand Riders <laughs> learning how to use a what? spear, and they never came back either. I thought they were. Thought they the set Tus- that up. As yeah, a- I thought there'd be some Tuscans left. Yeah. You, that, that makes no sense. We we all predicted on the show early on. We're like, Tuscan Raiders are going to be that army. And you're like, the whole episode, he's like, I need an yeah, army. Because no, that would have been army. competent storytelling. Yeah. Right. Just fucking kill them off. <laughs> or like you said, to make uh, to tie in Cad Bane yeah. as the murderer of the leader of the tribe. Like It would have been so easy to flash back to right before the, he burned the place to the ground. Right. But no. Yeah. Also, now that we know that the Pikes killed the Tuscan Raiders, Boba Fett's also just this gigantic asshole for slaughtering that biker gang <laughs> for Those no fucking reason. Those guys were trouble, reason. though, anyway. Yeah, oh, they, they were, were assholes, tagging, but... They were tagging yeah, things. Yeah, they were doing graffiti. Yeah, they were tagging things very, and bullying not, people. They really deserve to be slaughtered in the fucking desert. To the community. Yeah. The younglings yeah. and the women. <laughs> Kill them all. Kill them all. Uh, you know what it reminded me of? I was thinking about this at the gym. I was like, they made this show based on the allure of a character, Boba Fett. Yeah. And I was like, anytime, like... Hollywood ever gets a hold of something where they like they have an allure like this mm-hmm. character where there's all this mystery and then they try to like add backstory it always fails like it's like Predator Ugh. Alien yeah. Jaws like anytime that like, Freddy yep. Jason like it any character where there's like hell. a little bit of mystery yeah. they're like oh we got some here let's expand. let's explain everything and that we, makes they always them a fuck mystery. it up I can't wait they always fuck can't wait for up. the Captain Phasma show. Oh, yeah, she's badass. If you get the girl from uh, fucking know, Game of Thrones, they'll, they'll make it bad if they when do it. Yeah, they will. What well, here was something else that completely baffled me at the very end when the whole thing is over. He's walking through town. People are waving. He's respected. He goes, we are not suited for this. And I'm like, the fuck was the point of any of this then? What do you mean you're not suited for this? You're not going to stay? You know what? What the shit is this? This is a huge waste of my time. He, I mean, I felt like they weren't even going to stay. They were like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. We don't care. Everybody's dead. Yeah, doesn't it end? And he's just like, I don't know. If I yes, want to that's it how it felt. <laughs> and not only that, he's mad because the place where they polish his helmet is destroyed. He can't get a good helmet polish. He's very grumpy. Your enthusiasm song comes on. Why are you parking in my spot? It's writing obviously was terrible. I think it starts with the writing and directing, but it also, as we talked about, like the first couple reviews of the show, Timura Morrison was just not the right guy. I had faith in Filoni. That's the problem with me. It's I I thought he could pull it off. The one one episode Filoni did was good, but it was just not the 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 Mandalorian. but he wrote this the whole thing with Favreau, right? Filoni was Favreau, but then. Favreau, I think, wrote it, but Robert Rodriguez was a showrunner. I don't right. know how that like works as far it's, as this what... is Rodriguez's fault. We should call him Bert Rodriguez from now on. 
For every J.K. Rowling Harry Potter franchise, there's a J.K. Rowling Fantastic Beasts franchise. There you go. Uh, there you go. Both sides yeah. of the coin. And then it's the, show, the hubris. It doesn't even end with Boba Fett. It ends with a Mando and Grogu tag. They're all buddy-buddy, and they're heading off into space into season three. <sighs> and then the post credit scene, which confused a lot of people. You saw Cobb Vanth, who the guys told him was dead was not dead he's in the back to tank thundercat is gonna mod him with some droid parts or something do we need a spin-off show with timothy elephant i don't know probably not that's probably where he's going everybody gets a tv show he's such uh, a striking man though isn't he I he's mean, great what a, dude what a good looking man Just, what a presence like when he shows yeah. up here's the other thing that bothered me Cop, robocop yeah he's gonna be robocop but Cobb vanth was the guy <laughs> who had boba's armor and mando gets his armor and boba and Cobb vanth never even meet to discuss hey how'd you like my armor did you got my armor like at least he could have had a conversation they never even talked about the whole thing i like how even <laughs> i love how B- boba fett's even fucking people over that he doesn't meet <laughs> like, the guy, the guy got owned because Boba Fett got his armor back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I wish you had that armor now. And then he just fucking shoots him. <sighs> wow. So good. Wow. Okay. So, the train wreck. Uh, I don't. Also, so you want to rate this or? Yeah, we should definitely rate anything it. Else? Uh, do, yeah. Like, I guess give the whole, what, I mean. The whole season. The whole season. I oh, Wait, one more thing. I loved in the final song that they're actually singing his name. There was lyrics. Did I you did get notice that? that yeah. It goes, Fit Boba yeah. Fit. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. What? Yeah. They, 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 they could have left that out. They put his words in that, that song. The, they put his name in the song. By the end. Yeah, that was a little too much. Hilarious. Okay. You liked it, Imran? I thought it was funny. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're singing yeah. his name. That's fucking funny. <laughs> when they when they were singing it, I'm like, was that the song the entire time? <laughs> it was, it made but me there was no it. words. Oh. They just added the words on this flat. They're like, fuck it, this is a shit show anyway. Just start singing his name. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Maybe the people will forget and they'll just remember Fet Boba Fet. I like the yelling. Like it sounds like you stubbed your toe. Oh yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Ah! There's a lot of yelling. It's like a Denny Bella New soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Denny well, it's the old man again. You know? yeah. Ah! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. There was a Wilhelm scream somewhere in there, so yeah, probably. that was nice. But uh ah! yeah, just uh confusing, messy, very confusing season. Okay, let's oh, Anthony rate the whole series. Let's start with you. If it was just those two episodes of Mandalorian, I'd probably go like seven out of ten. But since they were included in this Boba Fett show, yeah, uh, man, I'm gonna have to go. This is a four oh, out shit. of ten. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, Jesus! It's not. This is uh, this is just objectively not good. <laughs> Adam, what would you give it? I think he's right on the money with the four. Whoa. Um, again, it had Mando and Grogu not been in this. Sure, five, maybe six, if I'm being really generous. It's watchable. It's Star Wars still, even if bad Star Wars is still somewhat entertaining. But, God, you're you're not only tanking an iconic character that a lot of people really like, but you are tanking an entirely different show altogether. And now, season three, I am legitimately concerned. If this is if we're going to mm, be getting quality point. like this for Mandalorian mm. season three, mm. holy crap, we're in trouble, folks. See, I think that I do, I think that'll go back to being good Mando show. I felt the other the other way. I felt like I'll be generous and give this a six out of ten because of the Mando episodes, because at least that was enjoyable and it looked fucking cool and there was a lot of lore and fucking Luke and Ahsoka and Grogu. 
uh, I was like, oh, I care about this. It felt like the beginning of another show. I was like, I don't give a fuck about Boba Fett anymore. Just show me more of this. I'll be fine. So I'm going to go six out of ten. Rugs, what would you give it? I feel like in spite of terrible writing and uh, bad direction on like every other episode, um, I still enjoyed watching it and look forward to it every week. Um, I don't think it ever reaches anything that's competent uh, for more than an episode or two when it's directed by somebody else. So that's bad. Um, I'm going to say a five. Uh, one step above, one step below, right in the middle, in the ass crack. I mean, does this thing even deserve a second season? I don't think they should make one. If they do Young Boba Fett, I'm all there. You got a lot of things to do there. So, And you got more Cad Bane there. You can get... He's not dead. And uh, in, in that, he's alive. So we can do more Cad Bane. You can do some a lot of crazy shit that he's up to. He's basically fucking space pirate. You know, he's a... He's got a crew. You know, he does shit. So it'd be fun to watch a young Boba Fett. I think it'd be more fun to watch Fennec, honestly. She's, Dude, she's great. She was great. Yeah. She should have just had the show by herself. I'm out on anything that this crew ever does together again. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to see it. I don't care. Power Ranger, the Power Rangers bike gang spinoff would be awesome. No. Oh, yeah. That's the show you want, Adam. That's yes, the show I want. The yeah. What was their name? Slash and Thrash? Thrash yeah, and yeah, yeah. Thrash and Slash. Thrashy no, and The thrashy. one girl uh, who played the girl, she's in Yellow Jackets, which is a she very good show. so out of place in this show. Yeah. Her I don't more know. than anyone. Yeah. She, Sophie Thatcher as Drash. She's great in Yellow Jackets. Great yeah, show. Sure this is. was whatever. I don't know what's going on here. David Bequazy stands out. So, yeah, I don't know what the plan is for this. And just let's get back to good fucking Mando shit and try to forget this. So, with all that said, real quick, here's what's here's next. Here's the problem. You can't yeah. forget you that. You can't no. forget it. It's, mm. it's, you have it's, to watch it's it to enjoy into this crap. <laughs> and you know what? Here's the other thing is I don't think it really matters to Disney if it's any good because it's Disney. No. It's Star Wars. People are going to watch it anyways. Imagine not watching Book of Boba Fett like, you know, a good chunk of people didn't. And then right. going into season three of Mandalorian. How upsetting would you? I mean, it's so weird. No one. No show has ever done anything no, like this. Unprecedented. And like, it's not I don't positive. understand. I don't understand why they did that. It was the most you baffling thing. You can't do major shit on another person's right. show. I think it's everybody not assumed right. Mando would show up at some point As to like, like help out. Thing. Yeah. Like, hey, you need something like swept up in the garage yeah. since you don't do anything else on this show? Fine. <laughs> oh, fuck. But I almost enjoyed his time on the show way more. Instead, watch me build a ship for three hours. Yeah, which, was more, which was more entertaining than anything yeah. else yeah. in that series. <laughs> It's the only yeah. reason I like those episodes is they what were What an impractical ship, too, by the way. What, right. What not of, good for a bounty hunter. No. Not, but he's not, uh, not good for anything, really. <laughs> just it's an old Naboo starship. It's like having a Pontiac Fiero. It, it, it's like it is useless. a cliff light oh, geez, of a Fiero. You can only fit one person, and you can't even put your groceries in there. What is the no. point of this car? It's a Mazda Miata. <laughs> you kick it over. It's fucking light. Okay. I want to go through. Let's see if any of this gets you guys excited. Probably not. Here's what's next. Really quick. In the Star Wars world from Disney and Lucasfilm, the next show will be... Don't you dare say it. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. They're going to say Caspian or whatever. Oh, I will talk about that later. (laughs) That is also... But the next one, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they announced it will debut May 25th on Disney+, Plus, which is the 45th anniversary of uh, Star Wars A New Hope's original release. The show will take place 10 years 
after episode three, Revenge of the Sith. So after Anakin gets chopped up and Palpatine gets them and turns them into Darth Vader and the whole, you are the chosen one. I have the high ground bit. Uh, we're going to see Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan. Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader is in this fucking show. <laughs> also, Joel Edgerton, Kumail Nanjani. Geek this show rules already. And uh, Ice Cube's son made it into this somehow. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Also in the show that is produced by Kathleen Kennedy, Deborah Chow, Ewan McGregor, and all episodes directed by Deborah Chow, who did some good episodes. Very competent director, oh, yeah. So does that get you guys excited at all? It's going to be confusing because now we were dealing with post-original trilogy. Now we got to jump way back to pre-original trilogy. It'll be way more grounded than the Rodriguez Is it still going to be on Tatooine? I'm kind of done with the fucking sand planet. Can we go someplace else already? I hope this, I hope this whole dumb show is just old Ben Kenobi or middle-aged Ben Kenobi middle just yeah. just kind of sitting in his hut for 30 years like <laughs> meeting the meeting the regulars uh talking to the sand people maybe learning how to bake because <laughs> he's just supposed to be hiding there He's supposed the, to be hiding out the whole time yes. waiting for Luke to come to age or something or keeping I, an eye on Luke yeah yeah. I, I hope that's what it is. I hope it's How's nothing else because who cares? <laughs> a- Anakin Scott, a- Anakin's Darth Vader, right? He's, yeah, he's, we could see him square off against Vader, which could be cool. But why then is Hayden Christensen back? He has the voice of James Earl Jones when he's in the map. It's the wrong voice. <laughs> so I don't no. know. That's it doesn't good, make I sense. Don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's That's like how we met question. your mother, where uh, Ted Mosby grows into the voice of Bob Saget, but right. he's a grown man already. Why is his voice changing? <laughs> this isn't the Wonder Years. How does Hayden Christensen end up sounding like James Earl Jones? That's very that's spice. That's what spice will do to you. Baby. That's what the spice does. That's what the spice uh, we figured does. it out. Oh, we know. Well, we, we he's in the robot suit, so you assume his voice is like fried. His he's vocals got, are fried from yeah. the you know the burning alive. Yeah, um, that'll do it. Which he's got reverse vitiligo. Yeah, he goes all Was he going to take off that helmet and just be fucking bald like Doctor Evil? Burnt Anakin. I don't oh know. How do you? Why I, is he bad? My only thing could be if they're doing flashbacks. Yeah, but this happened. Okay, maybe between the ten years and the end of Revenge of the Sith. But no, that then we end up with fucking Book of Boba Fett again. Yeah, I don't. Well, want I'm not that. saying the whole. T- yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be. He's going to be on his uh, spice farm, his moisture farm, and <laughs> he's going to be folding the laundry and maybe yeah. doing some force talking with Yoda. And he'll be like, man, remember the good old days when you said that this kid was going to like fuck us all over? And he did. Oh, Yoda will be alive, too, in this. Uh, yeah. Time. And then they'll flash back mm-hmm. and we'll see some of the misadventures they get on in everybody's favorite prequel. Series. They may have also cast like a young Luke and Leia. I thought I read somewhere. Uh, so or, I, yeah. it's a babysitting show. It it's all. essentially just do it all. It's Who adventures cares? in babysitting Star Wars style. I don't think you're going to see any of that shit. No. Oh, we'll no. see. I think we it's going to be like a very small story about uh, Obi-Wan uh, being tempted to start a family mm. and, uh, you know, do go away from the, the Jedi way. This I mean, movie's going to go know. four seasons and it's going to freaking end. Taking off his hood and seeing Mark Hamill, and it's going to lead right <laughs> into the first movie. And he's going to be CGI'd just like they did it with Princess Leia at the end of Rogue One. Yeah, that didn't look great, but the That's Mark Hamill looked. Luke looked really good. I thought, like, they yeah, did good. At he looked, that. He, they're getting good at the deep fake stuff. I mean, you throw enough money, you could do a whole show just fucking Luke in that in that time. They period. probably blew the whole budget on that probably. shit. 
I think I read that they um they had a different dude they hired from YouTube to join the team because yes, he was doing it better. Yep, yep. That's what you yeah, do. They did. They did. Yep. Yeah. When you see a guy deepfaking better, you fucking hire him. That's a smart yeah. move, right? They have the volume which they shoot in, which looks cool, but. For some reason, this show, I don't know. You're right about the sets. I don't know. The sets on the Mando show look way better in the volume. I don't know what happened here. I'm kind of psyched for this Ahsoka show because um, when we last left Ahsoka, her and Darth Vader were battling, and she actually like hit him in the head and like cracked his helmet open. Whoa. And then she got pulled through that that portal. Now she's searching for, you know... Uh, What's his name? The guy with Thrawn. the blue hair. No, no, oh, no. Ezra. The, the Ezra, yeah. Ezra Bridger. And General Thrawn. So, having said that, on Ahsoka, they added a cast member joining Rosario Dawson, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Hayden Christensen, also in this Ahsoka show. Again. So they're probably gonna they're probably gonna finish their fight. They're, they're, uh, but I think this they're... takes place after he's dead already. Vader's dead. No, oh, does it? Ahsoka. I don't know. But they just added fucking Ray the Punisher Stevenson. Oh, but it's got to be um, it's got to be a flashback. I heard that Ray Stevenson is not playing Thrawn. He's, not. I don't think- he's playing a bad guy, but he's not playing General Thrawn. So no, he's probably going to be another one of those. But I love Ray- underlings. Ray Stevenson. It's great. He's got a lot of great presence. The guy's huge. Yeah, he's awesome. He would make a great Thrawn. T- Thrawn too. Adam, you seen his Punisher movie, The Killing Zone, War Zone? The fuck is it called? War Zone. I've not. No. Oh, that it's why, it's not why bad. are you hyping that movie? That movie's it's, terrible. It's horrible. It terrible. But it's, it's <laughs> bad. Good because he just it's, yeah. You're like, what the? It fuck is like is it happening? is like a horror movie. Yeah, okay, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, that's Ahsoka. Ray the Punisher, Steven. Ray? No one remembers him from that. No. What do you remember? <laughs> He's been in a bunch. Of, he was. Uh, he was in Rome. He was in Rome. He was Volstag in the Thor movies. Also, yeah. that's right. He's been in the MCU. So he's been a bunch of things. So, is, anyways, is what's her nuts uh, playing Ahsoka again? Rosario, yes. Yeah, great. Rosario. Well, she's what's her great. nuts? <laughs> she's she's perfect for that role. Yeah, she's good. So this is a prequel, then also to it. In, it's inside the prequels. <laughs> this prequel happens the after prequel. the Rebels TV show, and I don't know where exactly this takes place. Somewhere I don't know. In, mm. I don't know exactly what time period yeah. it takes place in, in either. Uh, but I know if they're using Hayden Christensen, it's probably going to be flashback to Vader. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So, here, real quick, upcoming, all the TV shows coming up. We got Obi-Wan. We got Bad Batch Season 2, which I really enjoyed the first season. I'm looking forward for that. We have Adam's favorite show, Andor. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> that show. Fancy and Andor. Uh, yeah, what? Why? From Why? Who we see, we know he's dead. We saw I, him die. I like Rogue One. I think it's I love it. probably one of the best things Disney has created for Star Wars. Yep. And I think everybody's hang up with Rogue One is the characters are so forgettable. Yeah. And mm-hmm. especially Andor, who sounds like Endor, which is already dumb. Yeah, that's a good point. The the, <laughs> the, the Ewok. Yeah, e- Ewok. I'd rather have another Ewok show. He's, oh God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He he um. He just has nothing to him. So I guess whatever. He's a, he's a blank canvas. It's going to be like a spy show or something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I was arguing no with one's a watching friend. That. I was arguing with a friend about this, but is the robot K something, something, something oh, from K- Rogue One? Yeah. Is he, his, is he his robot or is he just like someone? Else? I can't remember where he came from, that robot. Uh, he might have been his robot. He was great, wasn't that Alan Tudyk? I think. Yeah, Alan yeah. Tudyk. He was hey, the so, best. He hey, had the most yeah. personality of all of the characters. Oh. So if if he's in the show, I hope that he might is. that might help. 
That might I, help. I, yeah, that, he's not doing anything. No, yeah. he's got Resident no. Alien. It's a great show. He's, uh, but that would be great. I love that fucking droid. Then you yeah. got Mandalorian season three coming up. Then we got Ahsoka. And then Rugboy is excited for this one, The Acolyte. This show takes place at the end of the High Republic period, uh, really early in the Star Wars timeline, predating everything. Mm. Is where this show takes place. Now you can actually do something interesting, hopefully, in that time period. I think it'd be nice to like fill in a lot of the uh, ancient lore, and you could possibly do uh, Tar Vizsla in here as well. Oh, of the Mandalorian, Mandalorian Jedi, the Mandalorian um, Jedi. You could actually throw that in there. That one's got some potential. You can have like the death, the Inquisitors, and all that shit uh, happen. Uh, yeah, and then they're still apparently they're trying to make a Lando Calrissian show, and it's I would watch that before a fucking Andor. Show it's unclear for- whether it's going to be Donald Glover or even Billy D. Williams. We want another seventy-year-old lead in a no, fucking Star Wars God, show. No. I don't know. I, Donald Please, Glover. Bring, bring Donald Glover was great. Donald just, was great. Yeah, don't don't replace well, them. Anyone fifty or older, they need to bring back. Just yes, in lead just, roles. Yes, everyone. <laughs> Arnold needs That's a what TV I want to show. And to have them take off their shirt at some point in the show. Absolutely. Have yeah. them be in a bath for the majority of every episode. <laughs> Bathing and eating a fucking giant rancor leg off Just, the bone. What a weird way to even do that show. Okay, the, every episode starts with him in a bathtub, thinking about yeah. three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, how long? It that opens was with five it years. How long? It ago. wasn't very long at it all. It opens with it opens with like uh, Lando shaving his back um, <laughs> <laughs> in a bathtub. Listen, say what you will about Tamara Morrison, I would kill for his body right now. The one he has, I'll yeah. take it. He's still, I'll take it too. He's, yeah, why not? He's, uh, impressive for his. I would we're, not. We're take disrespecting that, no. the choices, not so much the actor. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, and then here's even the crazier thing is their movie slate, which has been just what is this movie slate. Is this even weirdly worth talking about? There's none of these movies have, have any sort of release date. No, they don't. Oh, and I have uh, the, basically the Rogue Squadron. They have three release dates. They're spreading them out on Christmases 20, 2023, 2025, Is filming being done on anything? Rogue Squadron got stalled, I believe. I don't know if they're back up and running because there was creative differences with Patty Jenkins, who's directing it. There's a Kevin Feige Star Wars movie. There's a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie. There's still Ryan Johnson's trilogy on the table. There's the oh. dude J.D. Dillard <laughs> making a Star Wars movie. Stop, uh, stop it. I don't think any of these things. There's yeah. this thing called Star Wars, a droid story. So their movie, it's surprising that they have no focus on the movies. This is what happens when you when you have a, a historically bad show yeah. that disappoints everyone. I don't care about anything you just talked about for the last five minutes yeah, because of this. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a, that's a shame because it's not going to stop coming. Is the I thought thing. they were going to do a post, like a Ray uh, new trilogy too. No, I don't care about those characters. Fuck, don't bring just, them back. You, well, you didn't say that one, and I'm pretty sure I read about that. I don't oh, think man. the actors want to come back and do the fucking thing. I think they're done. They're, Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight. He doesn't want to be fucking Poe. I hated all of those people. I don't care if I never listen, see them again. Listen, Finn's not coming back too. Maybe Palpatine, Kylo Ren is only Palpatine's guy. back. Palpatine didn't die. Yeah, how He's did that happen? When going. did that happen? What the yeah. fuck? He went into a a bam- He went into a tank. Oh, the tank. Of course. Well, yeah, the next movie will start out and they'll just start it in the crawl the again. Palpatine is back. <laughs> Palpatine's got some mods on him. He, uh, you know, yeah. they 
They gave him a fake rounder. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call him Ovaltine. Doesn't Oscar Isaac have a quote in the third one where he goes, Palpatine came back and we don't know how? Like, isn't that like yeah, how they explain pretty it? Pretty much. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> That's, That's the title cool. crawl. That's yeah. the title yeah. crawl. Yeah. It's like, well, here we are again. We have to finish this trilogy. <laughs> and Ryan Johnson decided to subvert expectations. We're going to unvert them. Eeyore's narrating it, by the way. Eeyore. Oh, bother. Here we Here's go the Star again. Wars. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess, but... The- How can he make it even worse than he already made it? Like, he really fucked it up Ryan so Johnson. bad. Yeah. Just redo those movies. Say that was all, like, a forced dream Luke had. None of it actually happened, like on the Bob Newhart show. And just fucking redo those three movies. How about that? Can we do that? Yeah. No, nobody cares. Yeah, let's. We got something. I want to get to uh, news from the nation. Find out what some of our listeners thought about this train wreck. But first, I got to tell you, listener, you want a nice niche podcast T-shirt, some niche swag, or you wear it and people don't know what you're wearing. It's all the rage. All the kids are doing it. Visit our T Public Shop, jockandnerd.com/slash/shop, where you can get Rug Boy on your chest or on your cell phone or on your tote bag, or on a mug, or you get our logo, a bunch of different things. There's always sales, fun stuff to purchase. It helps, also helps support the show. Jockandnerd.com slash shop. Here's news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. What's <laughs> <laughs> happening? Exactly. Oh, this should be. Every time. Every time. <laughs> it stinks. I like these it laughing, though. This stinks. is good. It stinks. We said, Imran, come up with a bumper for this. And he said, I'm going to make it the most I'm annoying put all bumper. all the lasers in yes, there. And exactly. At first, exactly. I was thinking jock jams. Like, y'all ready for this? Oh, oh that's a good one, no. too. But then it turned to toilet It's our humor. sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> jock jams. You always go extra. A good call. Got it. Uh, real quick, I just want to share some comments from our listeners. Did John Campbell says, well, so long, Cad Bane, uh, with a sad face. And he goes, the super exaggerated spin that the cyborg-like Power Ranger did nearly made me throw up. Yeah. Daryl K yeah. says, how fast does a Wookiee's so broken his foot might fall off ankle heel? And Jose Ibarra has a follow-up question. How damn slow is everyone else that they can't outrun a hobbled fucking Wookiee? Both good questions. Did you see the speeder chase in episode oh, four? That was or three? the slowest fucking speeder chase there I've ever the, seen. There was like 75 year old guys walking next to them while they were going down the road. <laughs> I mean, I understand they were doing like the back to the future thing, but even the back to the future chase was fucking faster than the speeder chase on this fucking skateboard. And oh uh, it was just bad. It's bad. Lisa Morrison had something nice to say. She says, is there anything cuter than Grogu taking a nap with a Rancor? I did think that was that was adorable. He was, was tuckered. Cute. He was tuckered out. He's like, I'm gonna nap here. Shouldn't have been in this show. <laughs> Rick Martinez says they should have called the series The Maturity of Boba Fett instead of the book of. And then uh Ethan Cranford says enjoyable final episode, but it felt like all the payoff the show wanted to provide. It hasn't earned in the previous six episodes. Really was hoping that Bane would be a reoccurring antagonist in all these live action shows. So I don't love how that ended, but it was a very cool sequence nonetheless. So, you know, some people found some nice things. Uh, I want to end this with this one last thing. Uh, Adam, are you a fan of the Oscars? What's your take on the Oscars? I actually have a video coming out about it tomorrow. Oh, um, oh. oh shit. All right. Well, 
Because I just saw the news about the hosts. Yes, we'll discuss yeah. that. Uh, basically, Blake Braden posted the full list of nominations and said, personal opinion, what a shitty year for quote-unquote award-worthy <laughs> movies. Before we get to the nominations, here's a couple of crazy things the Oscars are doing. It will be a three-hour show. They have picked their host. Each host will get an hour. The hosts are Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and Wanda Sykes. Uh, we'll be hosting the Oscars. Wanda Sykes is hilarious. Amy Schumer is funny times. Uh, Regina Hall, we don't know too much. What has she been in? I can't remember. She's an actress, oh, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, the Regina Hall, Regina Hall. Let me see the photo. I'll remember. Oh, she's been in she stuff. She was an Iron Man. Oh, she was an Iron Man. Three. Okay. And they've added a way. Was oh, that Rebecca Hall? I don't know. No, that, yeah, you, that completely different race, too. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> way off. Uh, she doesn't if, see color. <laughs> this this is interesting. They they're kind of trying to get a way to make the Oscars more relevant and maybe draw in viewers. They are doing a uh, fan f- favorite fan voted film uh, from a Twitter poll that's going to be recognized. They're not giving it an Oscar, but they're saying this is the fa- and I think this is all to, to just look. Give, this is a movie, everyone. I think this we're is recognizing just it. to get Spider Man No Way Home <laughs> some love. Honestly, I, I was just going to say you want to get people watching you should have just nominated spider-man no way home just to, for the hell of it just to get people watching instead of doing this i was thing. gonna say and the nominees are Zack snyder's the justice league <laughs> sonic <laughs> the hedgehog yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh spider-man no way home does not land a best picture nomination but now if you are voting for your movie i think you're gonna tune in and be like did my fucking movie win uh which mm. it's a weird thing that they're doing Real quick, I'm just going to go over the best picture. Here's your top 10 best picture nominations. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Adam, comments on this list of 10. As per usual, every year at the Oscars slash Academy Awards, I've seen and know of maybe 20% of those films. Yeah, I feel like these aren't mm-hmm. movies a lot of people have watched. That's how it always goes. Year. And then they run out and watch them and they increase their sales. So Power of the Dog leads with 12 nominations. This is directed by Jane Campion, followed by Dune with 10 nominations total. Dune was oh. good. Dune was good. Dune was good. I saw Dune and Don't Look Up. and That's, that's seen, exactly where I'm at. I've seen Don't Look Up. Dune, and that is it. Nightmare Alley, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro is on, I think, Amazon. I kind of wanted to watch it. Oh, that'll, that's probably an awesome is movie. Is it as good as Steam Pipe Alley? Uh, you never heard of that, Guillermo you know? del Toro doesn't miss. I mean, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I honestly didn't know that movie came out. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Kind of slid out. Bradley Cooper's in yeah. it. Uh, so it. It was in theatrical it, release? It was, briefly. Wow, that must have been like a it. week. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it must have been like heard- a week. I've heard a lot of things about licorice pizza and I heard West Side Story. Steven Spielberg's West Side Story is really good. I kind of love musicals and I kind of wanted to see this too because I want to see how he's updating it. And he is a fucking master at whatever he's he a does. Legend, yeah. He's the he's goat. He could do anything. The man could do anything. I'm, I might try to become uh, Roman Polanski Anthony again and watch all these movies. <laughs> so Adam, He's going to date a 13-year-old and, yeah, watch and then run to Paris <laughs> to avoid uh, prosecution. Adam, for a little bit, uh, Anthony got into all the Oscar movies like right before COVID, leading into COVID. This just because I had nothing to do. Yes, yeah, and he, that's and fair. You actually went and you would watch all these. What I, last year, I watched literally every Oscar movie before the nominations, and like woke up early to like see the nominations because I was so pumped. And now I'm so ambivalent to all of this again. Yeah, because I got to, because I get to go outside. 
That's why you can vote for your own fan favorite movie. Well, <laughs> Shove it in there. I'll try to watch. I, I might catch a little bit of it and see. Not the maybe not the show, but some of these movies and see if they're any good. I don't think anybody watches the show. Yeah, you just. I, I watched it last year. I was one of like seven people that watched it, and wow. then I like tried to review it on this you show, and no one gave a it. fuck. I always watch yeah. the Oscars just because there's nothing else on. Usually, when they put it, I'm like, oh, I'll watch this fucking shit show. I watched it when I was younger, but at, yeah. in my old age, I have not watched it. That's where I'm at. I used to love it. I mean, the, the pageantry, the the dressing up, the save the whales, all of it. <laughs> I liked it. Well, last year's show, just for just to catch everyone up. They were trying to, they ended it, they didn't end it with Best Picture. They ended it with Best Actor. And it was supposed to be this crowning moment for uh, Chadwick Boseman. They were going to end, like, they, everyone thought Chadwick Boseman was going to win the award. Mm-hmm. He didn't win the award. Yeah. And it went to Anthony Hopkins, who wasn't even in attendance. Yeah, he was so literally, there. it was like, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, and the show is over. Good night. And it was like the worst ending I've ever seen to a show. Oh, man. It was, it was such a disaster. Everyone was like, what the hell? Yikes. There's a couple of interesting things here. The best actor category is kind of interesting. Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. I've seen that. That was a great movie. Benedict Cumberpatch, Power of the Dog. Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. I saw that. That was great. And then you got Will Smith for King Richards and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. So You have some names. I haven't seen any of those movies. but Those are names. I will point out one more thing. This is super crazy. I've never seen this happen before. There is a movie that is nominated for three categories. It is nominated for best animated feature, best documentary feature, and best international feature. This movie is called Flea from Denmark. I believe it's on Hulu, and it's an animated telling of this ki- this guy who grew up in Afghanistan, I think, and it's kind of his life going up in the turmoils of Afghanistan. But I can't remember the last time one movie is nominated for animated documentary and best international feature. That's a weird flex. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've heard that before. I gotta check this movie out if it's uh if it's the uh, see if it's that good. But what is the what what's the thought process behind these hosts? Is Amy Schumer didn't is Amy Schumer done anything not for worth a while. note or not. Wanda Sykes? Like I like Wanda Sykes. Um, She's funny, but what what has she done lately? Is she in a show or something? Yeah, uh, I don't know. And I, I mean, I'm not even sure. Like Regina Hall. I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. She was in some of the scary, like, yeah. I mean, she's not, she's not this like a, such a level actress. What a weird combo. Well, look, they're going all female. Fine, but going all female. This is what they relevant. did: is they went through everyone's Twitter and everybody came up okay. Yes, so they everybody can do that it. hasn't gotten burned on Twitter. There's not many people left. That's the thing. Doesn't yeah. everyone love Zendaya? Just like. Because just fucking throw her on a podium with Tom Holland and <laughs> oh call my God. it a day. What if you had Toby and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland hosting those well, then three? Have, and then we're watching at least. But then there the people yeah. complain. It's three white dudes, which yeah, it oh, is. Oh yeah, but, yeah, that's uh, not But if they're a Spider Man, throws in day, yeah, throws yeah. a day in there. Yeah, I watch that all day. Got it. <laughs> Got it. All right, throw, you know what? Throw Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg in there with the dinosaur with the from their show. Yes, yes with the T Rex. Theodore. With T-Rex. feathers. With feathers. <laughs> it's got to have feathers. That is a little bird shit. That's a <laughs> fantastic callback. Great place. We're going to wrap it up here. Adam, thank you so much for hanging out. I hope you had fun. This was great. Uh, tell the listener where they can find your stuff and maybe like what's coming out on the channel there. What can we look forward to? I mean, to? I'm all over TikTok. I, I, <laughs> He's <laughs> doing all the dances. We've heard. <laughs> setting the world ablaze on TikTok. Uh, I'm on YouTube at uh, Adam Does Movies. You can find me there. Every week posting uh, movie-related content and sometimes TV shows like Boba Fett and 
Yeah, it's I guess just more that than one. movies. Yeah, Peacemaker. Except for the new episode, which I haven't watched yet. <laughs> you'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, is it good? Is it good? The, dude, this fucking show to me is up there. It's probably one of the best superhero comic book shows we've gotten in a while, like with the boys and Invincible. Not to uh, get too far in the weeds, but I want to do an episode uh, ranking like my top favorite TV show intros. Oh, and this is that's right up, up at the top. This show is so top. good. What's your number two? Um, you have one off the top. Maybe Golden Girls. Oh. oh, Golden Girls. I like the theme song. Perfect the theme Strangers. Song is, Strangers the is good. theme song is just yeah. fire. It's, uh, Game, it's of, Game of Thrones has an okay. epic theme song. Sopranos, I always, I love yep. listening to that and watching that, that song. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not an easy road to go down. I no. realize that. There's a That's lot of... great. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, the, the theme song, I don't skip it on Peacemaker. So yeah. good. Yeah, you know what? I I I started skipping. I was like, all right, I've seen this. I get it. Wow. I've seen it a couple of times. You so suck. There's so much. There's so much nuance. Like the like Eagly making yeah. sure he hits his mark. Oh my god, the animators are so brilliant. In <laughs> it's that. so good. Also, yeah. you notice like Judo Master is hiding in certain spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look carefully until he finally comes out at the end, <laughs> there's a lot of fun stuff in there. And then just Cena, straight face, doing those fucking moves. I mean, forget about it. Oh, my God. I like the janitors in there. Is he oh, yeah. ever in the show again? <laughs> he's... And Robert Patrick shuffling, trying to fucking dance. <laughs> he's really old. If you look at the facial expressions on everyone, it's so, oh, they're like, they're so, so like straight-laced and like monotone. It's so funny. How they, well, it's so they, they unnatural, which makes yeah. it so funny. Yeah, He's yeah. totally channeling. And I, how am I forgetting his name? Robert Patrick. He's just straight-up Angelina Jolie's father. Oh, Why John Voight. Oh, he's yeah. very straight John up Voight. John Voight. Oh, my yeah, God. He is. His head is so big. His head is very <laughs> large. <laughs> John Voight's like head is large. Yes. Like him and James Marsden or something like they Marsden, have gigantic yeah. heads. Yeah. That's the thing. Angelina Jolie is hot, but she has John Voight's lips. So it's kind of confusing. <laughs> she's got, joined, yes. she's got confusing. his blood too. His tiger blood right. in her. In, yes. <laughs> yes, she does. So it's kind of weird notion. Anyways, rugs, where can the listener find you online? Rug boy. Oh, we're, we're done we're with done. the show. Oh, okay. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at really rug boy. Where I will be uh, hitting up all kinds of YouTubers for to come on our show. <laughs> there you go, good match. You made a geek match. Well done. Hey, it was great. I'm, I was happy that he came Man, on. It was a great so. time with you, Adam. Thank you so much. Hey, good luck time. topping this, you guys. I once worked with the Property Brothers. Yeah, it's done. No. <laughs> it's, it's never oh, getting better than it's this. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> we got nothing. Uh, listener, check out the show notes for this episode. That's where you'll find links to Adam's uh, YouTube page and Twitter and everything else you need to know and everything we talked about. And the most important thing, share the show with a geek listener. Spread the geekery and this empire of stupidity. We would appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. I fucking loved it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Talking nerd! It makes me laugh every time. <laughs>